Hey everyone, welcome to you talking you two to me. We are back. Before we get going, I want to tell you about one of our favorite, favorite podcasts, Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People, where comedian Chris Gethard talks to one anonymous caller for an hour. Doesn't that sound amazing, Adam? Um, yeah. Be honest. No, I, I mean, knowing that it's Chris, I would listen to that. That sounds like it'll go to fun, weird places. It, I mean, he's got so many episodes, and it goes to uh, raw, emotional places and fun, weird places. It's uh, it's it's a it's a really good show. There's it's a, crazy that I haven't listened to it yet, and I'm going to start immediately. There's after there's only one rule this. during the show, which is Gethard cannot hang up on the caller. That's amazing. They can hang up on him, but he can't hang up on them. Has this been going for a while? Yeah, for over uh, it's been a while. Um, in two recent episodes, Gethard chats with someone in a unique moment just before their life is about to change, from a woman who's about to live out her very own Orange is the New Black-esque journey to a young man who came out of the closet on the actual show. It's very emotional. So this woman is about to get a role in a hit streaming show? And she's hoping to be nominated for Emmys. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, congrats to her. Subscribe to Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People now, and now on with the show. From boy to bigger than anything in its way, love that is, this is you talking you two to me, the comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things you two. This is good rock and roll uh, music. Welcome back. Oh, man. It has been a minute. <laughs> we don't want to no, say, it. say it. We don't want to say it because that was uh, our previous stained glass episode. But yeah, we're uh, we're back. You talking you two to me. We're taking a little bit of a break from REM for a couple of weeks. Let me set the scene of what's going to happen. This is the first of t- of a two-parter. This is the first of two episodes detailing and discussing our experience and innocence of the U2 Experience and Innocence Tour. Um, In this episode, coming up a little later, we're going to be talking to Andy Daly, Andy Daly of Review fame, uh, as as well as various other uh, television shows and movies, including, I I believe, a CarMax commercial uh, where he has a ventriloquist dummy. Yes. Um, He'll be up here talking to us a little bit later about uh, our experience at the Los Angeles Forum. One Uh, of the funniest guys around. If you haven't seen Review, you got to check out Review, one of the best television shows of the last 150 years. Yeah, I would throw another two years on top of that. 152 years. Yeah. Um, also, a little later, we will have one of the two dope queens herself, Phoebe Robinson, will be here to Phoebes. talk. We'll talk. Yes, dope queen Phoebe will be here to talk about our experience going to the Madison Square Garden in New York City. Stop on the tour. So that is coming up on this episode. And you will also not want to miss next week's episode where we actually talk to the band themselves. That's right. We talk to Bonobos. This is a good time, by the way, to talk about the members of the band. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't mind, their names. Their na- Yeah, I would definitely. I said one of them, I believe, in the last sentence. Bonobos. Bonobos, of course. Yeah. Who does. Uh, what's he doing in the band? He, uh, hold on. One second here. Just 
Would you give me just one sec? Yeah, no problem. We have all the time. Okay. Just gotta. You starting a fire? Yeah, and then I'm gonna look up what bonobos <laughs> does. It's so a little look, chilly here in the summertime. You would, uh, just bear with me. Ooh, boy, let me get my hands next to that. Okay, the fire is started. Okay. Let me get going on googling bono. It's what is it? It sounds bono. familiar. What does he do in the band? I mean, that's what I'm looking up. If you give me a second, okay, all right. He uh, he's. Wait, no, that's a clothing company. I think it's. Uh, oh, Bonobos! Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. I actually got some um, some like loungewear from them. It's great. <laughs> Lounge Super wear. comfy. This yeah. is not. A, they're not even sponsoring the show this no, week. I know. I know. It's just killing some time while I Google. This, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's okay. We don't need to kill time. We can just be totally silent. You know what? I think I might bing it. It's a good plan. Also not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, Bonobos. Uh, here we go. He is uh, the singer. The singer? Is that right? Well, let me double check here. Yeah, go to a different website. All right, let me see here. Because um, I went to a play the other day, by yep. the way. I saw Soft Power here at the Amundsen. Mm-hmm. And I got tickets from StubHub because it was sold out and it was like the last performance mm-hmm. by the time I had heard about it. Mm-hmm. And... Said 8.30 start. I said, that's weird. At the Amundsen, 8.30? That doesn't sound right. I'm going to look it up elsewhere. Looked it up on a different site. It said 8.30. Guess who gets to the show at 8.10 and finds out it already started and can't be seated until the next scene starts. Wow. And who has two thumbs? This guy. (laughs) So wait, did it start at 7.30 or 8? 8. Why would they say 8.30? It's It's so stupid. insane to me. I and you must have been pissed. I was sitting there stewing because of how expensive it was to sure. get last minute tickets to the very last performance. I'm sitting there just like steamed. Yeah, steam literally coming out of your eyeballs. You could have boiled a tea bag above me. Wait, was that right? Uh, okay, well that's fine. That Go with it. Held that's up? fine. That's fine. Did we ever find? Yeah. Did you get a second? Did you double oh, check? Uh, yeah. Let me. Yeah, well, that's a clothing. Website. Oh, you're back at Bonobos. Yeah, yeah. Today, yeah. yeah. um, I, I got these. They're they're almost like sweatpants. Loungewear, you mean? La- yeah, it's for like just hanging out at home. Did it fit? They fit great. Uh, when when you say that, what does that mean to you? They're uh, they're let's just say they're big enough that I could Stretch. also use them to tent my house. <laughs> right. So, so you're super like comfortable. the James Coco, just stretching out the the waistband. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Um, That's an old <laughs> reference that I don't think anyone gets, including but me. There's a, James Coco is an actor who lost a lot of weight and was the first oh, example yeah. that I remember seeing as a kid of someone stretching their their pants. Uh, he was always their like waistband out. A dad on sitcoms. Yeah, to stuff. show like this is how much weight I lost. My pants used to go all the way out to here on my body. It was the first time I ever saw that, and yet no one seems to know what I'm talking He's about. He's dead, correct? Oh, I hope so. It did, it, losing all that weight did not save him in the end. Um, <laughs> Fucking slamming James Coco <laughs> and his heirs, if he has any. He's the singer. I've confirmed now he's the- He's uh, the singer. Bonobos the is singer. the singer of YouTube. Sometimes guitar, I think. Really? Yeah. Weird. Here and there. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so, so we, will, we will be talking to him in next week's episode. Great. We will also be talking to. Did you look up any of the other people in the band? Oh no! Um, Shit! Me, Fire uh, up the the pewts. 
Yeah. Stoke that fire. Sorry, I'm, I'm just taking care of like tending to the fire a little bit. Yep. You know what I mean? What are you, are you cooking something over that? What is yeah, happening? Yeah, I'm making some soup. Some soup? Yeah, why why not just use the Earwolf uh, stovetop over there? Nah, I like, I like That's just an open fire. fire. Yeah, I mean, that's a campfire in the middle of this room. Well, it's I getting very. Well, I disabled all of the um, fire. The smoke detectors? The smoke detectors. This is not good, man. We're yeah. in, this place is a tinderbox. Well, we are recording. We can't have the sprinklers going off. Yeah, because that okay. would ruin the equipment. I guess everything's okay. Yeah. So also, if, I have a little bit of a warrant situation, so I can't have the <coughs> fire department coming here. <coughs> I think we'll be okay. If, if By that, I mean I have warrant CDs yeah. in my backpack, and I, I would figured, rather, yeah. and I know the fire department, they're big fans, they try and take them. I think if there's just a, <coughs> if suddenly we pass out from smoke <coughs> inhalation, there's the rest of the, take a look at the running time of this episode, it's probably inordinately long, um, that may be because we passed out and you'll just hear like an hour of silence. <coughs> Excuse God. me. This is terrible. Um, we also talked to the other members of the yeah. band. Okay, I got them here. Who got, you got? got him. It's hard to see in here. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just skip it. Anyway, next okay. week we talk to the band. Great. Um, that will be the second part of our two-parter. Uh, but coming up, we have Andy Daly and Phoebe Robinson. A lot of stuff, hap- uh, stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened. Um, you, you're not going to want to miss either of these two episodes nope. because uh, some pretty crazy stuff happened to us. Yeah. Um, and we will be getting to all of that. Um, but Eventful. Bef- Let's say it was yes. an eventful trip. I, I mean, to New I would York. say it like a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> if you think you know stuff, you don't know stuff till you hear next week's episode. Um, but we're going to be talking with Andy and Phoebe about our experiences with them. Um, but you're not going to want to miss either pulse pounding episode. Um, but before we do that, I got to introduce the guy to my immediate right. He is uh, an actor of note who may go down with a, some sort of a legacy of uh, a body mm. of work mm. that's semi-accomplished. Uh, they... He was, he played, God damn it, who is this guy that you played on Parks and Rec? Um, Brian. Mike? Brian? Brian. 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 Like what you do with a turkey yes. on Thanksgiving? Brian. Capital B R I N E. Capital Brine. E. Capital Capital B R I N Capital E. Capital E. Brine. Brain. Symes. Brine Symes. Which is capital S. Mm-hmm. Capital Y. Mm. M. Mm-hmm. Capital S. Brine Symes. Brine Symes. So you played Brine Brine Symes. It's so weird that they they never said that. During the show all that much. Look, when I'm watching a television show or a movie, I was just thinking about this the other day. Yeah. Because I was watching uh, an old Doctor Who episode. And let's not get into a a Doctor Who's on first situation here (laughs) because I know your instincts. And uh, I just want to cut those off at the knees right now. I was watching a Doctor Who episode yesterday. I was like, that actor looks familiar. Yeah. But how am I supposed to ever find out where where I know him from? Because I can't just look up. Doctor Who and Guy. Right. <laughs> you know, it wasn't someone playing Doctor and Who. And you can't go to IMDb because there's so many episodes. So many episodes that I'm like, well, I don't even know what, where to find this. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there waiting for someone to call him by his character's name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At some point, I'm like, and they're not calling him by his character's name. Normally, the first time you see a character, someone calls that character by their name. Yeah. 
you know. Meanwhile, you're not getting you're not paying any attention to the intricate the plot, no. plot mechanism. <laughs> I'm just waiting for someone to say like, "Hey, Larry," or whatever, and then I can look up Doctor Who and Larry. Yeah. Um, finally, someone says, "Excuse me, Baines." And so who was it? It was a it was a dude from Game of Thrones. He played uh, uh, what's her name's uh, brother, who uh, you know you know the the dragon lady's brother. Um, oh yeah, yeah, he from was, the first season or whatever. He's in that show uh, Counterpart, the oh, J.K. Simmons show. He's, oh, he's oh, that's right. Good. That's the other thing I know yeah, him from. Yeah. Okay, that's more what I know him from. You're he's welcome. he's great. Um, but I'm just sitting there going like, call him by his name now. When I see a movie like Call Me By Your Name, then mm-hmm. all bets are off. And I'm just like, I don't know who's who. Who are all these people is what Scott says. I was like, one of these guys, I think, was one of the guys from the social network, maybe? One the, of the twins? Uh, I don't who know. Who knows? But uh, it's it's very interesting that no one ever called you that during Parks and Rec. Brian Symes. Brian Symes. Uh, the only time that ever happened was the my first episode where I walked in and I said, it's Brian Symes times. <laughs> and then what What happened next in the scene, as I recall, everyone Nick stared. and Amy were like, oh, of course it is. And they reset all the clocks. And mm. then we sat down. To Brian Symes time. Yeah, yeah. Brian and there was, because that was a big part of Parks and Rec is the big wall of clocks where they had oh, yeah. USA, you had Greenwich Mean Time, you had time, what the time was in and Russia. And once I became a regular, they added Brian Symes times. <laughs> which was approximately 23 minutes off. Uh, at all times. At all times. Which afforded your character the latitude to come late all yes, the time. Yes, I was always 23 minutes late. That's why I never appeared in an episode till the last <laughs> 30 seconds. The last seven minutes Adam would be it's Brian Symes times and that's just Parks and Rec's trivia oh yeah of like you you will not see Adam in any episode before seven minutes till the end you can just fast forward those DVRs (laughs) to uh, 23 minutes there I am um Adam Scott is here. Hello, Adam. Hey. And my name, by the way, <laughs> I'm finally introducing both of us. My name's Scott Ackerman. What? How long have we been going? I, probably a half an hour at this <laughs> point. Who knows? Um, so welcome to the show. We're back. You too. It's, uh, it's been a while, but it's good to, yeah. to talk about the boys, isn't it? Ah, the, the lovable lab lads from Liverpool. The labs from, I believe Why did that turn into a tongue twister? I think they are, he had three L words in a row. La, How, la, la. I didn't do my vocal exercises before. So. Yeah. Uh, we should do them now then. Sure. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Patient. Bowel syndrome. Boozy uncle. Irritable bowel syndrome. Bowel smells. <laughs> Toilet bowl. Fart. <laughs> that one. Okay, we. I think we're. I think we're all warmed up. Okay. Try the lovable lads thing again. See if you can do it. The lovable labs. Oh, ah, damn it! We got to go back. Okay, you first. <laughs> Butthole smell. <laughs> okay, I think I'm warmed up. Okay, let me see. Party poop. Party poop. 
All right, that just killed it. That did it? I think so. Okay. Okay. Try it again. The lovable lads from Liverpool. There we go, yes. The lover, lover, lovable lads. Oh, Scott, you got to go it. back. No, I'm just going to okay. keep going. Right. I'm going to plow through. But what if they were labs? What if they were Labrador oh, retrievers? Oh, so cute. I think it would be so cool to see, like, you two, they can't tour every year because they want, you know, they want to take time off. What if they had just four Labrador, Labrador retrievers come out instead oh, yeah. of the band? And they didn't tell anyone that nope. it wasn't like, you two as dogs, buy tickets. No, yeah. they were just like, this is you two. From now on. <laughs> and just, we were like, okay, well, I didn't know that dogs could play instruments, yeah. but I'll go with it. I mean, I'm into it. It and definitely they- would be a cuter show. Oh, it would be an adorable show. And they would sell so many tickets to... Uh, uh, to dog ticket holders. Yeah, definitely. Like lots of dogs would come see Lots the of dogs and cats would probably Ooh, stay they away. Would they protest. would protest. They yeah. would pick it outside. <laughs> but I, I, I can bet that they would sell out if they told no yeah. one that it was going to be dogs, they would sell out every tour stop, much like a regular tour show. The question is, would they sell out the next tour or would people be like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to buy you two tickets because last time I went, they were all dogs. dogs. What if they're like, okay, guys, sorry about the dog thing. We'll, no we're, dogs. We're going to tour again, but it's going to be us. Humans only. No dogs. And so everyone's like, okay. All right, all and right. they sell out. And then dogs come out dogs again. Come out and everyone's like, God damn, fuck. He's like, all right. Paid for parking. Got a babysitter. <laughs> And what if they didn't play instruments too? They were just like doing dog things, like or chasing balls. Yeah, they just like run around on stage. Oh man, I would dumps. I would still enjoy it. Just taking dumps everywhere. <laughs> and their song. What would the songs be called? Like where the streets have, have no uh, treats. <laughs> where the treats have no name would be better. <laughs> where the treats have no name. <laughs> And it's all about how they don't, they just want generic dog treats. They, they don't, don't want the specialty. Because like Purina and stuff is all bullshit. Yeah. It's like we don't want to put money into those corporations. Yeah. The generic's fine with us. <laughs> this is a good Where idea. The treats have no name. You two contact us. I know that uh, we we just talked to you and we'll talk to you in the next episode. But I, I wish think, we had this I on wish the we, brain when, uh, just like five days ago. Missed opportunities. Just a spoiler alert for the next episode. We do not bring this up. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> We need to set up another interview, like stats. Stats. Guys, if you're listening, we need to get you in another room. Let's talk. I know you're probably in Europe already, but we'll fly to you. Oh, yeah. We we, we need to get over there. We should probably book tickets and go uh, and just not deal, even yeah. Don't worry con- about that till later. Yeah, not even deal with contacting them or anything. We'll just, just- like show up in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we have something for you. It's where the treats have no name. We have an idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're talking about you two. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is exciting because two different states. Two different oceans. We, we uh, what we tried to do. We uh, we we when in Los Angeles we waved at the Pacific Ocean and we said hello. Yeah. And then we got on a plane to see him in New York City and we went and we waved at the Atlantic Ocean. That was our first stop from hey the airport. Guys. Hey I guys, I say that to the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> hey guys, all the fish. Well, there are so many living things. So in, many in the ocean. Have you, you thought about how many? Ugh. I had a dream last night again about I sometimes dream of a specific ocean where there are dangerous sharks and I'm swimming in it. Yeah. And it's I'm I'm making a circular lap 
Um, but have you ever thought about how many things are in the ocean? Man, you know, you think about like fish, right? Yeah, They're, got. I'm locked in. I got literally it. dozens of different types of fish. Yeah, but then also you think about octopi. More than one of them. Many Otherwise, we wouldn't have kinds. we wouldn't have that name octopi. It would just be octopus. Precisely. Uh, what was the name of that James Bond movie? I think it was Never Say Never Again. Yep. But then there's also crustaceans. Sure. Right? There, you know, I, I forget who I was talking to, but we were talking about how the James Bond movie came out, and it was called Octopussy. Mm-hmm. And that happened. Like, they put out a movie. That happened, and it and people were like, and I remember everyone was like, well, that's a little risque. Right. But just something about, it was like. The they in, still let it happen. It was like the in and out urge stickers that right. we talked about in a previous thing. People were just like, well. Okay. Sure. I mean, and that was what America used to be. It was people, people could just do what they wanted, and people, fr- remember the nude bomb? That was another one, the Get Smart movie. It was called the nude bomb, and I remember that my parents no. going, my parents going like weirdly before the Naked Gun, the Get Smart movie was called the nude bomb. Isn't no. that isn't that weird? Yeah, and uh, and 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 I remember my parents just going like, no, you can't see that because it's the nude bomb. Like, yeah. someone's naked in it or something. And but that but same thing with Octopussy. I couldn't see it because it was like oh, all I remember, about pussy. I was like my son's age. I was like ten or eleven, and I went with my friend. You don't know to what see, your son's age is. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he's eleven, but I'm I'm just I'm just <laughs> round I'm rounding oh up off or down your age off okay. my age okay. But went to see it with my friend. Went to go see Octopussy. Octopussy, which was, which was playing at like the multiplex. This, I don't know that I've ever seen it. Does it have anything to do with octopi, or I know it has something to do with pussy? <laughs> but is there a character named Octopussy or something? Yeah, the the as far as I remember, the Maud Adams character, who I think <laughs> is who plays her, is like the main woman love interest slash villain to that's James a, Bond. That's, that's a movie star name and right there, name, Maud Adams. Wait, I think that's who it was. Her name in the movie is Octopussy. Octopussy. And does she have special qualities with her vagina? What is it? Uh, does she have like eight holes? Or or like tentacles? Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I don't think so. It's I, just a name. I think it's just a name. It's just her name. Like, but hi, the poster, I'm Mrs. Octopussy. <laughs> the poster had tentacles going sure. around him, right? Sure, I bet it but did. But it was called Octopussy. Hi, I'm I'm uh, Adele Octopussy. Yeah, how are you? I just can't. It's so it's, it's so weird that, that that things like that were allowed to happen back then. We should remake it and uh, literally, what what would happen right now if you put out a, a movie called I Love Pussy? <laughs> <laughs> or what if you put out a movie called Octopussy? <laughs> and people would there's would no not way be cool with there it. is no way. Ah, boy, I mean, look at what they had to do with that movie Blockers. They had to, like, yeah. you know, cut out the the, the word, uh, I don't even like to say it. Cock. Say that again? Cock. Oh, oh, oh. They had to cut that out of the title. Yeah. And they had to just put a picture of a rooster there. And just and I was like, rooster blockers. blockers? And then it just became Blockers. But it still did well, right? It's still a great film. It's in yeah. my top ten, but, I mean, it's just Blockers? Blockers. Blockers. But everyone kind of got it, I think. Yeah, well, that's the same thing with Octopussy. We all knew they were trying yeah. to say, like, <laughs> was subtle, regular pussy. But I think we all got it. <laughs> What's your favorite James Bond film? Uh, I love that opening where you see him walking by. It's so cool. 
And then he turns and shoots. Wait, is this an episode of I Love James Bond films? I think it might be. Hey everyone, welcome to I Love James Bond Films. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we're talking about James Bond films and how much we love them. Oh my God. I love James Bond films. Who is your favorite Bond? Oh God, I knew you were going to I have mine. That. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Let me, give me time to okay. think. Mine is James Bond. <laughs> so all of them, right? Yeah, I love oh, James shit. Bond the best out of all the Bonds. Fuck. Who's your, who's your favorite Bond? I think I would have uh, to Wait, s- I'm changing mine. Okay, Gold Bond. Shit. It it makes my my butthole less itchy. Brr. All right. Uh jeez. Let me say I'm gonna go with you know what? I really I really like Daniel Craig. Who? Daniel Craig. Craig Daniel? Oh, is that his name? Craig I mean Daniel? you just said two first names. Oh Daniel or Craig. Which his, one do you like? His I like Daniel. Yeah, he was great. But I love Craig. Daniel, my brother. That was great. Because that song was about 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 him wanting Daniel Craig to be James Bond. Daniel and Craig, yeah. What, it's interesting because there's- Which song is about him wanting Craig to be James Bond? Well, they're identical twins and they both, they switch off scenes. That's right. Because Craig, he loves the ladies- yeah. But Daniel is he, he likes swings, to beat people up. Yeah. So, you know, they just they switch off scenes and they and they they both get what they want. You know, I really love I think Sean Connery, of course, was the first James Bond. He might be my favorite, but mm. I really do there's something about each one that I really like, but I love those early James Bond films. How about you, Scott? I hate them. Okay. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Scintillating. That was a great episode of a show I'm not familiar with. I i don't know what they're talking about. Nope. I don't like what they're talking about. Don't care. I actively hate them. Yes. That was a great app. Terrific. Uh, B minus. <laughs> all the way up there. Amazing. Um, all right. We're going to have to take a break. We're talking about you two exclusively in this episode. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have Andy Daly. What a treat. Funniest guy around, sort of a contrarian, has a lot of, uh, as you recall, Adam, uh, uh, hates the Joshua Tree <laughs> record, and uh, so weird. weird U2 fan who only likes them up to 1985, sort of like me with R.E.M. before we started that other show we do. Sorry to take a couple of weeks off on uh, R.E.M., but you're going to uh, be fascinated with what we uncover with U2. Uh, yeah, I think it's worth it. <laughs> I think so. All right, we'll be back. This is you talking you two to me. We'll be right back. Hey, Adam, er, um, sorry to bother you. Yeah. (laughs) In theaters now. Uh, Are you looking for a new podcast that combines your passion of comedy and music? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Well, you're out of luck. Okay. No, there's one that I want to tell you about. The Super Group hmm. just just started last week, I think. Huh. Yeah, my good friend Tawny Newsome from Bajillion Dollar Properties. Great. Um, Love it so far. She and Alex Kleiner 
What they do is they invite a comedian and musician to write and record an original song with them over the course of a week. So you'll hear every step of the process from writing and then rewriting to recording and mixing. Hear songs with Open Mike Eagle, Ted Leo, Paul F. Tompkins, Janet Varney, and more. It's funny, but the songs themselves are legit. Listen to the supergroup only on Stitcher Premium. Can I Take say it away. One, can yeah. I say one thing? Yeah, what do you want to say? It sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, for, I hope they're getting well compensated for I'm it. I'm sure they're not. <laughs> uh, if I have anything to say about it, they're it's, not. It sounds like a lot of exhausting work. For, not to listen to. For them. For That's, them. You want, to listen to it, great. But yeah. I'm talking about them. You want to hear podcasts. Why would they do this? When you, wanna, when you hear podcasts, you want to hear ones that are torturous for the people involved to make, but yeah. are relatively easy for you to listen to. Oh, they go down real easy. I mean, I'd listen right. to this in a second. <laughs> But I'm just saying. I don't know why they're doing it. I got to call Tani and dissuade her from doing any more episodes Precisely. of this. Precisely. Uh, go to stitcherpremium.com slash supergroup and use promo code REM for a free month of Stitcher Premium. Ping. <laughs> Welcome back. You talking you two to me. Adam Scott oh is God. next to me. He's fiddling. Fiddling around with the uh, the levels. What do you got there? Oh, fiddle knob, Scott. They used to call me back in my uh, back in your junior high days. Yeah, back in my uh, junior high. Always days. fiddling with his knobs. Fiddling with my knobs, because back then I had two or three knobs. <laughs> sure, yeah. You've cut off at least two of your knobs since then. I got then. two knobs amputated. Mm-hmm. I'm working with one now. It was and very it's strange. Fine. It's okay. It's not the sensory overlord. 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 <laughs> I, I meant the overload. Overlord. But that is also one of your nicknames that from high school is Sensory Overlord. Sure is. I was in charge of all sensory activities. <laughs> you finally got that mic right up next to your mouth. I love that. I think and, that one was. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and our next guest is also fiddling with some knobs. <laughs> and and he's mess- mine way up. Turn- <laughs> Did I? Which one is that? This oh, my God. Why don't we, uh, before we start, why don't we uh, fix these There's things? There's mine. There's mine. This one must be yours. Yeah. It seems like uh, I am yeah. the only person to ever actually fix my levels before we start. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, and oh. and it is a wonderful uh, it is a wonderful privilege of mine to welcome our uh, first guest. Uh, a little little later, we'll have uh, Phoebe Robinson uh, talking about uh, the Madison Square Garden show we went to. But uh, before that, we have to get to our first guest. He is, of course, we are required. <laughs> Contractually. And just by politeness. We yeah, invited right. you here. What if we just never got to you? Uh, it has happened. <laughs> it has happened on Comedy Bang. <laughs> do they ever do that on talk shows anymore? People Remember Carson? Yeah, well, someone would always get somebody? bumped. Yeah. There was a there was a gag. Remember when Letterman bumped? I think it was Norm Macdonald like five nights in a row as a joke. <laughs> yeah, like, without telling Norm Macdonald, or no, I think he would come out and, and wave with a frown on his well, face. Well, of course, there is the wonderful Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, every uh, night he every, signs off every, with every, apologies to Matt Damon. We didn't I believe get that him. happens. Yes. Yeah, but I feel like actual genuine bumping doesn't really happen anymore. No, they, like, well, they everything is so planned out to the last second these and days. edited after the fact. Oh, they do a lot God. more. I think yeah. they do a lot more post production. Speaking of editing, I'm probably going to edit out uh, everything All of we've this? <laughs> been talking about for the last two minutes. Please welcome Andy Daly. Hello. Hey, hey, hey! Holy shit! Speaking of Carson. Um, Welcome, Andy. So uh, the last time we spoke to you was our very last episode of You Talking You Two to Me. Yeah. And we had a wonderful uh, check-in with both you and Phoebe, who's coming up a little later. Mm. 
uh, regarding you two and about your experience with uh, innocence and experience with their uh, with their fan club. Oh yeah, just, that's right. Just do, do a nutshell recap for us uh, about your experience with uh, trying to get you two tickets for the last uh, for the uh, Songs of Innocence tour. Oh well, I, those are two different topics. Did you want me to talk about the fan club or the ticket? Or I the tour? at this you point don't, I don't, we don't care. I know. I get that you don't care. I find the, the fan clear. club debacle to be very amusing. <laughs> So don't they tie into each other? In. No, I don't. Oh yeah, they do. They do okay, because they do, you try. Do, yeah, do. that's why yeah, yeah, I sort yeah, of yeah, uh, was yeah. lumping them together. No, I thought I was talking about the the last time I saw you two at the forum. I had shitty seats behind the stage, but that was right. before I joined the fan club, and it might have yes. been part of the reason that I joined the. Yes, fan you club. joined the fan club. You you had terrible seats, terrible to you, but uh, to you, the normal asshole off the street, what a thrill to be seeing uh, you two. <laughs> but to a guy like Andy Daly, yeah. But for yeah, Andy, right. it was God these seats are terrible. I think I need to give these guys more of my yeah. money. <laughs> it was that. I had such a miserable time tonight. Let me pay again the, the amount of these tickets. So you you paid uh, I found a good... myself just online and I found myself at their website and I found myself being asked for $85 and as I was punching my credit card into the credit what, card. What are those numbers by the way? Uh, of the credit card? I have it here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was I was like I don't know why I'm doing this. What am I doing? What is happening right now? Mm-hmm. And then what am you, I giving this eighty five dollars for? For you what were sort of in for? a fugue state where you two took over your mental capacities. Yes, they did. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the, anyway, that eighty five dollars got charged, and there was no benefit to me except that I I was going to have first dibs. Um, first dibs. Yeah, and you and exclusive merchandise that you also could buy. So it was. It was like giving. Is that you, what it is? You can buy things. I that think other that's people what you said buy? last time. Yeah, you, you're able to to buy tickets early, so you're yeah. able to give them more money earlier. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah. in a way, that like if you were to hold on to your money, yeah. you'd get yeah. the interest. But they also they it. send you like a B side CD or something, yeah. don't well, they? So that did happen eventually. That happened after we recorded that last episode. Okay, so you got your B side CD. How do you like? it? I don't know. No, I didn't get a B side CD. I got a box of. What the v- fuck is happening? You, I don't you know. just said you did. <laughs> I know I did. Uh, it was a box of vinyl 45s or something like that. Oh, that's like fun. That. What were that's they? That's cool. Um, it was like all the Joshua Tree 45s. Oh, yeah, those are great. Yeah. It, I, bu- that- I bought those uh, when they came out uh, in the stores in oh, 1987. Yeah? Whoa. Yeah, so I have original copies of all those. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I must have bought some too, but I don't have them now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I got, and that was exciting. And I wondered if that was a result of having complained on a podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe so. I, I think you just they you just sent that to me. I believe you would have gotten that in. I think in you any get case. something because I remember when I joined years ago. I think it's lapsed by now. I got the remixes and B-sides, some yeah. sort of I think every CD. year if you're in, they send you some sort of thing at a certain point in time. Yeah. Okay. The other yeah. thing that has happened since I complained about joining the fan club <laughs> is that I have tried logging in to youtube.com and I can't. And you're locked out. <laughs> locked out. <laughs> well, they, they keep there you go. close track of these kinds of things. <laughs> Don't complain about Bono the YouTube himself. fan club. Yeah. So, so you, you uh, let so, me encapsulate this. You, no, okay. you then, tr- you got an er- early chance to buy tickets. Yes. Uh, you bought the tickets and no. then found out that that the ones that you bought were on your daughter's uh, piano recital night. Uh, no, uh, so many things are wrong. I did not buy the tickets. Incorrect, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity to buy the tickets uh, was presented to me, and I went and I saw that uh, it was the date of my daughter's birthday. Okay, so you didn't end up. So the six. only incorrect so I was like, thing I paid was no, it wasn't a piano recital, and I didn't buy them. Two Wait, incorrect. What kind things. of recital was it? It was not a recital of any kind. It was what a birthday. Was it? A birthday recital. <laughs> So you were reciting the words to happy birthday in tune. 
She didn't, but she didn't sing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> How rude of her. She just sat there and took she it. She just sat there. And- it was a candle blowing recital. Um, so, so you ended up not buying the... I did not buy the tag. But then you didn't know that they added another night at the forum. So then quite a while later, I, I learned that they have added... The second night also got added. But by then, point, at that point, you hadn't bought the tickets because you hadn't been paying attention because you were so... That's correct. Uh, right. But... What we promised to do. So then it sold out. Is that what happened? It's well, a, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was sold out, and the available tickets on StubHub and whatnot were, were the one. Yeah, were way too expensive. Shitty again. Yeah. So what we promised to do then was we promised to go to the show on the night that you could go on yes. the sixteenth, right? Uh, and we it was going to be Adam, myself, yourself, Andy, yes. and Phoebe. We are all going to do this at the same time. Yeah. Now let so we're all caught up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what happened since our last episode. So I kept texting you, remember, May 16, we're mm-hmm. doing it. And you uh, immediately you immediately would write back and say, I'm so excited. Great. We're doing it. Yeah. Uh, we reached out to our good friend, Laura, or, over there who works with you too. Mm-hmm. And she was very happy to set us all up with uh, four tickets for, for May 16. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. And then... Phoebe had to, dro- to drop out. We will talk about uh, why she had to drop out in our next segment. Oh, I have. I would love. To, I'd love to know. You, well, you will know. know. You will know when you hear uh, our next <laughs> segment back. Uh, Phoebe had to drop out, so then it became the three of us. And then our good friend Nick Kroll mm-hmm. wrote to us and said, "Hey, are you guys going to U two? Because I was offered a, a ticket through uh, Red or One, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe I could sit with you guys." And so we said, "Yeah, we have uh, the extra one over here. We'll assign you to uh, to our four tickets." Yes. So it be- so then it became the four of us: Nick Kroll, Adam, myself, and you, Andy, and then Adam. Let's talk about what happened on that fateful night. Sure. May 16th, 2018. Do you remember it? The day of infamy. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I ended up not being able to go because I was working. I was working in Malibu. So as we were in touch all day, just because I was like very in touch. I'm pretty sure. contact. Pretty sure I will be done in time to go. You said, what time do they start? Because as long as I have a half hour, I think I can get there. Because I was in Malibu. I felt like if traffic was working with me, I could Mm -hmm. make it down to the forum. So we found out they were going to start around 8.30. So you said, oh, I'll definitely be done by 8. Yep. Sure. What kind of work day goes past that? <laughs> right. <laughs> In the entertainment industry. <laughs> Hard to imagine. Uh, but as the hours ticked by, it was looking less and less like I was going to Because be able what to was happening? What, what, you were, you were fil- can you say what you were filming? Uh, big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Yeah. So you're what? Th- too many lies were occurring in these scenes? Yeah. Or just too big? <laughs> That's right. Uh, as the lies get bigger, the day starts shrinking, and you realize you're not going to be able to go to a concert. Were you working with Streep at this point? Were you like, Meryl, I have to go see you too? <laughs> well, what happened was um, it just the day just sort of started stretching on, and then they added something oh, at the you. end of the day that I was going to be in. Oh, and, um, and now usually as an actor, that's exciting because it's like, ooh, I get to ooh, I get more screen more, time, more work. Uh, yeah, you get paid by the scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> you get paid by the per uh, minute on screen, as we all know. Uh, so then it was looking more and more like I couldn't make it, but I was still optimistic because we usually weren't going late, and, and then it just all kind of went to hell. But I will say that Catherine Newton, a num- another uh, actor in the show, and I both 
uh, were planning on going and couldn't go because we were shooting. So as soon as they called cut for the last scene of the night, the director, Andrea Arnold, played uh, Pride really loud. Uh, <laughs> really? Just as a, just I'm sorry you, just for to, keeping to, you to so late. To give you uh, the, the concert experience. Yeah. And she felt badly, too. <laughs> Not knowing that we were, had tickets to you two, and right, so it was all fine. Whose fault was it? Yeah, was it this person's <laughs> yeah. fault? You're talking about the director. Uh, no, Do you blame, I, blame I, them. I think we can blame. Let's mm-hmm. see. I think we can blame either Reese, uh, one of the Warner brothers. Okay, okay, Jack, all right. right, Jack Warner. I think that okay. he's one of the, the brothers one that can Warner. Take it. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie Chaplin, I mean, he started a studio. United Artists. United yeah. Artists. Right. So, I mean, the, he basically is a studio owner and a producer Just the forebearers so. of show business, yeah. I think, are are to blame. The little otherwise, tramp Otherwise, himself. I wouldn't be here <laughs> trying to do this. What did you say? The little tramp himself. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, you, okay, so that's Adams. So then at, at a certain point at about like 8.15, I, I get a like, text from no you way. saying there's no way I can make it. Yeah. Okay, let me let me tell you what was going on with myself, and then we'll get to you, Andy. Oh boy! Uh, the month Rashomon. of the month of May was a very difficult one for me. I was sick most of the month. Mm. Uh, I and this was, I would say, May sixteenth was probably one of my absolute lowest points. Really? Yes, I was sick wise. Sick wise. What was the uh, nature of your illness? I had various things going on, but mm. the one the one that was occurring on the sixteenth was uh, I had gone to. San Francisco uh, a few weeks earlier to see Kulop's film uh, premiere, and it was colder than I had dressed for. Mm-hmm. And so I was in a warm theater, and then wa- and then we had to walk back to the hotel, walked outside, it had become night, and it was freezing cold. And so that going from hot to cold just oh, gave yeah. me, like, essentially some sort of pneumonia. Uh, Wait, go back. You, yeah. you said you went in, saw the movie, and when you came out, it had become night? Well, you know how movies take about two hours? Uh-huh. And so if it starts at six yeah. and goes to eight, it's it's the sun is out when you go into the theater. The sun is not out when you leave the theater. Wow. I, I'd never heard of that happening. <laughs> You've never heard of the sun that going sounds, down. that uh, sounds... I know it sounds disorienting. <laughs> it really yeah. was. I, I have to say, I walked outside. I was like, am I in a, an ap- apocalyptic wasteland yeah, now? What is on? happening? What, where did the sun go? Yeah, I never stay inside for more than like 15 minutes at a time. No. Just so for that, that reason? Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just so, so that you, doesn't happen. Yeah, just got to p- check in with the sun. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. It's very scary. Uh, I was very scared, and I think that contributed to it. I would imagine. As well. Mm. Uh, mm. So so I believe that was two weeks before the concert, and over the course of those two weeks, I got worse and and worse and worse. And on this very day, I just was at the low point. And I'm, th- and I'm thinking to myself, like, if all things were equal, I would cancel this <laughs> and mm-hmm. leave it to Adam. Mm-hmm. But now Adam seems like he's not going to go. Mm-hmm. I can't. We have to record this show. We all promised we were going to go. Phoebe dropped out. Adam drops out. I can't drop out and just leave it to Andy. Yeah. And so I... Plus, I have to hook you up with Laura and your seats and all that kind of stuff. And so I just was like resigned to, okay, I'm going to go. I'm feeling horrible. I'm going to have a horrible time. Yeah. Uh, But I have to go. So I I, that's, I bucked that's a it great, up. That's a great way to go to a concert. I know. <laughs> I bucked I it up. to go. So so uh, we we bucked it up. We decide to, I, I decide to go. I stuff my uh, jacket full of uh, Kleenexes. Kleenexes. Wow. 
and just my face is a faucet the entire time, and I'm just uh, uh, a snot and phlegm is is coming out. Uh, and then uh, I, I get to the venue, uh, and you're already there, Andy. Now tell us about your experience. Well, my mother-in-law was visiting. Oh, uh, my God. This, dun, very dun, dramatic. Dun, dun. <laughs> Three dramatic stories. No, were, I mean, the day before, we had a wonderful birthday party for my little girl, and then and my, my mother-in-law was in town. The only reason I mentioned that my mother-in-law is that it's guilt-free to leave the house because there's, oh, another, there's another There's another adult hands. there. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so, Now, your mother-in-law has two hands. She's got two. Yeah, she's got the both. Great. Still. And uh, usually a mother-in-law loses one. Yeah. Around age 55, 60, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's very unusual to meet somebody in their mid-70s who still has both their hands. And so It's kind of like a lizard, a lizard's tail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you'll get it back. It'll regenerate. I yeah. do have to say, I, I, it is interesting that modern medicine has progressed so much mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that I would imagine back in early caveman times, no one would have both of their hands or both of their legs no. by the time they got pretty old. Like, it's crazy that we're... So many things can happen to people. It's crazy that almost everyone has two hands. And I, I apologize to our listeners who do not have two hands. Yeah. But you would think that 50% of the people you would look at just mm-hmm. in the world, no matter what age, would would be missing at least one hand. Or, yeah, or a foot or their back. But <laughs> yeah. people are – Yeah, they would just have their more front. people would be missing their back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it used to be. You you would just see someone approaching you. Mm-hmm. You would look behind them and go, your entire back is gone. Yeah, I mean, disturbing. You know, so I'm glad it's not. But uh, what about their butt? Uh, Do you consider that part of the back? Losing their butt, (laughs) their little butt. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of it. So you don't consider the butt to be part of the back? No, I absolutely. You think the the back ends at the small of the back? Yes, of course. It just is the end of the back. uh, uh, Those little dimples in the small of the back. That's That's where that's where the back's territory ends. Exactly. (laughs) That's as Madonna said, the borderline between the back and the butt. (laughs) But the dimples isn't that? Don't they call that the? The little the start of the butt, the little butt smile. <laughs> I believe they will smile. Well, I always thought I I would I would hear that I'd be confused because I would think that the crack of the butt is the little butt smile. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know how it like sort of the 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 shape of the butt down where it curves. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like a a cat's snout. Or if you're looking oh, at the crack uh-huh. sideways, it could look like a closed mouth. <laughs> That's true, or an open mouth, depending on what's going on with your. Uh, Bowels. I, don't, I don't know what you mean. Okay. So so <laughs> now your mother-in-law uh, gives you free reign to uh, go out to the forum. Yes. So, uh, I mean, but my, my only point is that I was in, I was in high spirits. Sure. Uh, and I was delighted to get there early. I love getting places early. Mm-hmm. We were invited into the forum club uh, early. Yes. Uh, but there was some confusion with the tickets. But anyway, but that was yes. fine because it just meant that I'm, I'm hanging out and I'm chatting for a while with is it Laura. Laura, was yes. What was the confusion with the tickets? Oh, uh, I think they were, they were uh, originally going to be in the tent, but then Laura said, oh, I'll meet you. And Andy got there earlier than me, so Andy went to the tent, and instead Laura was waiting with the tickets for, for for me and Andy. I ended there. up going to three different places, being told <laughs> to go to three different places to get the tickets. Right. And in each place, I'm in line bet- behind the sorts of people whose tickets are are at a special place. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so great people. Yeah, great. Yeah, really delightful. Uh, so Entitled. Yeah, lots of entitlement. Lots of, uh, but I was told. A lot of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. And, of and you were also doing the same thing. I was but, too, I, was but I was doing it very nicely <laughs> because my mother-in-law was in town. I'm in high spirits. But, uh, <laughs> so. I would hate to go to a concert with you when your mother-in-law is not in town, It literally way. could not happen. I would, it wouldn't happen. Um... 
But yeah, and I had a lovely chat with Laura and yes. her boyfriend and uh, her husband actually. Uh, at that time, they were only girlfriend boyfriend. <laughs> So they, they got Laura's side night. piece. They, I guess no. I was there. It was it was him. Maybe no, they got right. di- yeah, maybe they right. got divorced, and then got remarried. and then got remarried uh, after. Okay, that might have been it. Probably. Uh, yeah, and then you showed up, and then we went into the uh, very crowded, very crowded foreign club. Uh, uh, much more crowded than the last time we oh, were really? there, Adam. Yeah, and so we looked around. I was like, you know, they have free food and drinks and stuff, but we looked around. We're like, it uh, was unpleasant. It was yeah, to be in just there. why? Because there's just so many, so people. Yeah, it was crowded. crowded. Yeah. What, whatever there was for free was going to be so hard to get that I'd rather. I mean, we could have bellied up to the bar, but at, at that point, we were just happy to go get. And you were miserable, and I was miserable. So yeah. I, I think I only had water in any case, right? Uh, I believe. You, did you buy me a water? I believe you might. I bought you a goddamn cheeseburger and you oh, ate it. Oh, that's right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that cheeseburger, what, bro. What type of folk were these hanging out in the forum club? Your usual L.A. 50 to 60-year-old man with the 20-year-old woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> man a lot with, of that. with uh, dyed hair and designer jeans kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, okay. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I remember one extremely tall person that mm-hmm. I, I did have the thought that if I knew anything about sports, I might recognize that guy. Okay. You know. Sure. But uh, why, you, why is that? Because basketball? Probably, or, right? Looks, looks like people. a sports figure. Looks like a sportsman. Right. Yeah. Okay. A sportsman. Yeah. <laughs> like a hunter of well, some this sort. This is clearly a sportsman. Uh but I'll tell you the most suspenseful part of the night. Okay. This is this was wild. Okay. Let's we get took very, our seats. Let's get very quiet. Okay. For we, this. Yes, we took our All seats. Right. And we we were both hungry, right? We were both you were hungry. so hungry. I was yeah. starving, hungry. you guys. It was probably eight fifteen or so at this yes, point. Yes, you hadn't yes, eaten yes. dinner yet. No. no. Dinner. So hungry. Now and so and we went up there and I what what I don't remember exactly why you went back to your seat and it fell upon me to get us both cheeseburgers but it did i don't mm. remember why was i just leaving it to you, you? were sick i remember maybe i you was were sick. sick i don't know or maybe you did the drinks and i did the cheese something like anyway that. i get in line and i am told explicitly no no doubt about it that i i, I cannot get a cheeseburger because it is closing whoa why and they did some weird thing where they were like the show's about to start we are closing we're down clo- food until after the show starts there's like some weird window what? where it's like it was really strange but what? i Yes. ignored it. That's yeah. right. And you I ignored it. I stayed in line, and I was like, what's going to happen when I get up there? Right. Is the person who's taking my order going to tell me to go away? Oh, my God. But she did not, and I got two cheeseburgers. Were they good she- burgers? Yes, as a good matter of fact, it was yeah. a good they were, burger. Yeah, they were from the movie Good Burger. Mm. Yeah. Keenan Thompson brought <laughs> Yeah, he did. It was crazy. <laughs> Kel was around. This is making me, because I'm a little hungry now. It's like yeah. almost lunchtime. A right. cheeseburger sounds great. Sounds really good. Should we order out? Should we Postmates some burgers right now? From the forum, Shake Shack yes. from the forum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that, so, was, that to me was the craziest part of the night. That was so insane. <laughs> Let's get to the show. I mean, this is off to a banging start, Yeah, I mean, guys. the show was a little anticlimactic after, after that this moment of having been told I cannot get these cheeseburgers and just saying, fuck it, I'm getting them and, yeah. and succeeding in the, that. The and you got crime. I did get them, and, we, and they were good. This is like an Ocean's 8 situation, too, yeah. where no drama happens and the plan <laughs> goes just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is maybe I love film or I don't love film. Um, I loved film. <laughs> I loved film until I saw this film. Okay, so let's get to the show. Let's. Uh, I. I was. Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, by the way, Nick Kroll came in uh, maybe three songs in, yeah. and sat down next to us and left uh, approximately ten songs before the end. Is yes. that is that a fair? <laughs> yeah, he was not in any way that matters there. 
Right. Uh, Mentally, he was physically, though, for a bit. It was exciting when he arrived, though, because I got to see him come in. We saw him come in and then, and then be go, told yes. that his seat was way far away from we us. We just watched him go a long way in the wrong direction. And we were like, uh, Nick, no. Nick. That was kind of So fun. he couldn't sit with you guys? No, he, no, did. he did sit he with us. But he was told by an usher, oh, no, like he, uh, that his seats were behind the stage. It just took stage. a very long time for him to get to us. Yeah. That so was enjoyable. That was enjoyable. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the show. Now, yes. uh, you, uh, this is your first time seeing you two. No, well, your first time since the Innocence Tour. Right. And what did not see that Joshua Tree tour. Did not see the Joshua Tree Passed tour. On that one. Uh, Seemed, uh, th- that's right because you were still a little miffed about the about the and you also don't situation. like the Joshua Tree. So you yes. t- you took a pass on their uh, biggest tour in, in in and most heralded tour in years. Yeah, I had because I was so bummed out about those seats the last time I saw them. Right, and I'm still bummed out about the Time Magazine cover. <laughs> <laughs> Listen from, to the last episode. Joshua Tree yeah, came out. The Joshua Tree. Still mad about it. Now, you told me, though, <laughs> yeah. that you had spent the interim since our last episode brushing up on all of U2's oh, records. That's exactly right. Yes, I did. Because the last time we spoke, I was like, I don't really know anything that's happened after all that you can't leave behind. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I dug back in. And uh, yeah, How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb is a great album. That was that was one it of really your favorites. That's, yes. that's one of my favorites. I too. gave it no... That's his number one. Really? That's your number to, one. According to him, the last time we talked, it may uh, things may have shifted since then. A little, but yeah. I, I love that record. It really is good. And I, I paid it no mind when it came out. Mm. Uh, no line on the horizon. I could not enjoy. Yeah. I was unable to enjoy that. That's album. rough stuff. Yes. What do you think about Get on Your Boots? Uh, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. That was their first single from that one. I remember that. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Do you I remember mean, them performing that song at the Grammys? Mm, I do. No and the whole audience is just kind of like, what? I mean, my, okay. <laughs> my problem with it is, is like, what about take off your boots? Like, you know, take you off, get take them off on. your boots. No, they're saying get you them You know, on. relax, listen to a YouTube record. They're boots. saying like, come on, time to go to work. Yeah, Who wants to hear rock and roll about like, hey, it's time to go down to your dumb job at the construction site. As it turns out, no one. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with that album? What happened? It's just a very confused process. Also, it was their first one in seven years or something and like that. And it was like, Lanois Eno. Like it, it was, was, huh? Yeah. yeah. There's, some, there's stuff I do like about that record. Me too. But the middle is is the first uh, song. I was kind of like, okay, I love that first song. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. No line on the horizon. Uh-huh. I think both That's versions. It it reminds me of the unforgettable fire period. Uh-huh. I love. I thought uh, you would like that a lot. too. Yeah. I like magnificent. Uh, sure. I mean, I gotta be honest. It's a great album. <laughs> <laughs> So then you also listened to Songs of Innocence and Songs of Experience, correct? Yes, and I really enjoyed uh, Songs of Innocence. Yes, we uh, talked about Innocence yes. was your favorite of the two. Uh-huh, yes. A lot more of that sort of uh, post-punk, Joy Division-y type sound, especially on like Raised by Wolves. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And just some good some good hooks. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Songs of Experience? A lot like, speaking of Joy Division, some I good am- hooks in that. <laughs> Peter Hook. I'm now, I'm actually struggling now to remember. Don't flip me off, motherfucker. Songs. (laughs) Because I've just, I know we listened to it early. We did the show about it where I said it was enormous and huge a Mm -hmm. thousand times. (laughs) Yep. But since. Since then, we've listened to it and it's, it's a, it holds up. Just in the past, like, five days, I've been listening to it. More than I really, ever. it's mm-hmm. really something about great. seeing the show too. Yeah. cements. I, I will say that uh-huh. that's the great thing about going to see a band. People complain when they go to see a band on tour of like, oh, they played too much of new stuff. 
But to me, it's really interesting to watch the new stuff because that's when a song sometimes gets really cemented in my head yeah. of like, mm-hmm. oh, I get this song. Yeah. Some of the songs that I was sort of iffy on from songs of, uh, of experience, I, I now am a big fan after seeing the, the show twice. Me too. Uh, uh, yeah. Red Flag Day is a great song. Red Flag Day yeah. is Blackout amazing. is a great song. Yeah, this yeah. Is a, yeah. Blackout is an amazing start. Okay, so let's talk about the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, What's yeah, your yeah. experience with the show? What did you think? Um, okay, my my headline is yep. that the when extra extra <laughs> when they're at the circular stage, mm-hmm. it it's the show really took off, and that to me was absolutely my favorite part of the show. Gripping, gripping, and partly it's he's playing McFisto sort of at that yes. point, which is like spoiler no, alert. No. He he <laughs> looks into an iPad and and a. A sort of Instagram filter comes up of Macfisto. Yeah, and I didn't need any of that. But in mm-hmm. general, there at in that round part of the stage, he is in that character for that whole part of the show, and I thought that actually helped. It there was like a there was an attitude being mm. played during that part of the show, a very rock and roll attitude. He comes yes. out. He comes out for that section. With and and Adam, uh, uh, I was explaining to you. He came out, I think, on the night that we saw him with a lot of makeup. This is early uh, on in the tour, okay. and he comes out with a lot of like uh, white face paint mm-hmm. on. Now, when we saw the show at Madison Square Garden, he had toned it down considerably <laughs> because <laughs> all I he think, had was like some eyeliner on. Oh, this yeah, interesting. Because I think the because I think there's a certain part where he looks back into that iPad and it's a mirror and he's wiping off the makeup that maybe took too long. It did. I, don't know. I, I it agree. Took, it took it a took long time to wipe off all of that. But yes. also, it's if he has all that makeup on, then why look into the iPad and put the whole f- an extra face yeah. on? Like, isn't uh-huh. it? So maybe right. I thought it was. It, it was, I will say, when we saw them at Madison Square Garden, the impact of, oh, he's coming out in character, he he did not seem to be coming out in character. Not at all. No, ah. no. So he he did, though, when, when we saw yeah, him earlier. Yeah, and I thought it was helpful. Not that I'm a big McFisto fan, but I thought there was a little bit more of that kind of zoo TV um, Let me ask fly, you a question. If, if McFisto were to have a sketch show, <laughs> would you be a cast member on it? I would definitely be a cast member on McFisto's sketch show. We yeah, have no a firm it. commitment from Andy Daly right now. <laughs> we yeah, will I look. would be a cast member. <laughs> we got, we got I would, Dales. I would love it. I would love it. I mean, you know, I don't know if I'm going to commit to all episodes like or a how crawl, many seasons. Like a crawl or... show type <laughs> sketch show where- Sorry, you kind of already did. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, all right. All right. I mean- Like a crawl show type, though, where he plays yeah. characters. Yeah. <laughs> Where McFisto, oh, McFisto plays, plays characters? Yeah. As, yeah. And they're all McFisto. <laughs> I, I like that section of the yeah. show because they're, they're as a band, all in the same place, just playing kind of raw and playing like really fun, poppy songs yes. right there. That was yeah. What are the songs that they play? I know they play, they play Elevation Desire. and Desire there. Vertigo. Yeah. Do we have a set list? I do or, have a you set have, list. You, you, I, should, I should be uh, having until, this at my uh, fingertips as well. Was Until the End of the World there? No, I don't think so. But they, Elevation, there Vertigo, is, Desire. And I then, think the transition of Until the End of the World yeah. kind of is in there. And then they transition out of that with Acrobat, I believe. Right. Yes. Yeah, Acrobat, Acrobat, what did you think? Terrific. Acrobat, they had never played on any tour before. I know. What and did I you know think some people were excited about it, and I didn't need it. You don't like Acrobat? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. So you're never a big fan <laughs> of that Not a big song. fan of Acrobat. So, yes, I, I saw that some what people were like, holy Acrobat? shit. I, I kind of feel like if I want to if I want to go out for a night and yeah. see an Acrobat, I'll just go to the circus. Yes. I don't, don't need to see you, too. I don't want to hear a song about an Acrobat. I'd like yeah. to see an Acrobat. Yeah. That's what get I'm thinking the whole du, time. Get some pink-style Cirque du Soleil shit going on in there if you're going to be singing fantastic. about it. Fantastic. I don't know. 
so that was so everything before then. What do you think about it? Well, because hey, just one last thing to say about that. Yeah. In in that section, maybe it was after Elevation or after Vertigo or even after Desire. Bono said that was fun, and I was like, yes, it was. You're feeling it, and I'm feeling it. That something was different during this section of the show. Like you guys are just playing to each other for each other, and there's a, a different attitude, and and it, it happens to be. Three really fun songs. So too. everything before then, and and it's sort of similar to the the tour before. But I will say, Andy, you probably didn't have as good. Uh, well, I know you didn't have as good seats as as you did in this time. Yeah. We had really good seats we that did. were right there at the big long video screen mm-hmm. eye level. With that, you probably didn't get to see a lot of the technological stuff in the seats that you were in before. That's true. So I did get to appreciate it. And by the way, there was one moment in the show. It's whatever I forget the name of the song where he's got the red, white, and blue bullhorn. Uh, yeah, well, that's American Soul. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When he dropped the uh, a gigantic American flag dropped down behind yeah. the stage, yeah. <laughs> that for me in my seats at the previous show would have completely it would have completely obscured you. <laughs> I have God. to say, we when because when we went to the uh, the Madison Square Garden show, we were walking around a lot because we got to go. We had access to wherever we wanted to go, so. I was thinking though, even worse would be at the opposite of where you were. Yeah, because you because you can't see any of the screen, oh. and everything is happening so far away. But oh. that one that one part where they're yeah. in in the the best part of I your don't know what I would have done because like the, the the last time I went to the show, as soon as I got to my seats, I was like, oh shit! And then the whole show <laughs> I was like, nah. And then if at some point an actual like curtain fell down between yeah. me and the it's, stage, it's, but it's see-through. such a big fuck you. <laughs> it it's, really is. It's see through though. Okay. It's, it's a see through. It's a see through flat. Still. Yeah, still. Okay, so uh, so you got to see the, so the it, technological it, part of the show. You got to see it way better. So the Cedarwood yeah. Road went, like all of the graphics and everything. You, you have uh-huh. to be impressed by all that. Yes, that's very impressive. And, and the, all the stuff inside the box of the stage. But you impressive. preferred when they kind of broke out of it and became <laughs> just a rock and roll band playing yeah, simple rock and roll. For sure I did, yes. And... Uh, and was the set list exactly the same, would you say, or was it it's, slightly different? I'm looking at it. Maybe you're the best thing about me. Did they play that acoustic? Uh-huh. Yeah. It looks to be pretty much exactly the same. There were there were uh, a couple of songs. Now I'm forgetting what they were, but that uh, they dropped between the 15th and the 16th of May, I noticed. One was like— Oh, really? Damn. One was, what was it? Maybe one was October, or there was like— or Gloria. Gloria. Oh no, they they did play. Ah. They played Pride uh, at Madison Square Garden, and they didn't. No, they did. They played they did? Pride. Where is it? Oh yeah, man. They definitely. Played. Oh, there it is. No, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, it looks right. it looks to be pr- pretty much ex- exactly the same set list. I think they yeah. play a lot from the new record, which I really like. I really like the stuff. And from without the new record. Joshua Tree songs, it really highlighted the new songs mm-hmm. in a cool way. Oh, there were no Joshua Tree songs, huh? No, no. Joshua Tree songs, which Sweet. is yeah. Fuck that whole album. <laughs> so you you I don't remember this. You're you do not like YouTube Joshua Tree. He hates no, it. No, no, no. I I hated that moment in their career when they suddenly blasted off with yeah. this with this very American. Because you wanted no out. one right. to That's have right. heard of them yeah. and for, for them Just to be your me. private band. Yes, my <laughs> private band. <laughs> it's, re- it's a really interesting show, I think, because bands do not do this. B- mm-hmm. Bands typically come out, they play a bunch of songs, they figure out a set list basically like fast, 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 slow. Fast, fast, slow, fast, uh-huh, fast, yeah. and they just—you go out and you see a band, and they're like, "Okay, here's all of our songs. Okay, now goodbye." Mm-hmm. And and this was telling a story, which is really interesting. I yes, think. which I appreciated, but I did not quite follow what I was being told while they were well, playing they, they the told, ocean. They, they said, "I will follow." <laughs> 
And you were like, no, that not me? That was great. I enjoyed that. I did not quite understand what I was being told. During the ocean, mm-hmm. when Bono was explaining, I didn't I didn't. The see, ocean. I, I oh, they played like, the ocean. They did play they the did ocean. Play oh, the, that's cool. Oh, that's really different. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah they, they only played I Will Follow when we saw, as far as like super old. Songs. Yes, they played the ocean, which yes, but the awesome. ocean they were just kind of playing the the uh, instrumentally in the background while Bono was kind of explaining the premise of the show. That oh, I see. Right. I see. So well, well, okay. So let me talk about what the narrative sort of is to me, and uh-huh. see if see if you you agree with it. So a lot of a lot of songs of innocence is about his particular uh, experience growing up on Cedarwood Road mm-hmm. uh, and his bedroom. The, the light bulbs that were in the previous tour, if you recall, like yes. they came down at the beginning. Hmm. The light bulb is a motif for th- that innocence and him being alone in his room uh, with only that light bulb illuminating like him in uh, all of his dreams and all of his like listening to the Ramones and rock and roll and all that. And... At the very end of this show, uh, the light bulb comes down from the ceiling, and you see his tiny house uh, in Cedarwood Road. You see a a replica of it. And absolutely everybody in that room is thinking he's going to climb into that. (laughs) He's going to climb into it and shrink down. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the light bulb comes down. Mm -hmm. He seals it up into the house, almost putting an end to his innocence and saying, like, now I'm older, I'm experienced. And so I thought the two shows were an interesting bookend of that motif of the light bulb, Mm. starting the previous tour and ending this tour. What do you think Good for you. I had no such thoughts (laughs) at all. Well? I was just kind of like, are they not going to play Gloria? (laughs) (laughs) So you would prefer just to see a band just like getting up and jamming and just rocking out? Yeah, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Well, I also think that we were we had the we had the choice you and I mm-hmm. of uh, sitting in the seats or being down on the floor on the risers, and mm-hmm. because of my condition, yeah. I said seats. Mm. And I feel like you would have had a a better experience being on those risers as well, oh, because maybe. there's a certain energy to to that. Uh, and because those risers are right by the stage that you really liked, and um, there's just a certain energy to being down there that that can't be replicated when you're up in those seats next to a really sick guy who's just kind of like nodding off. <laughs> but I will say it was not just you. There was something interesting. I noticed, I looked around at some point in the show and almost every other section was standing at some point and we weren't. Our whole, Our whole section, section was not. And I believe uh, it's, beca- it's, be- I it's believe because this I, was a free ticket place. I also set the trend of like, I was like, I'm not going to stand up and everyone looks to me in that situation. And if the tall guy uh, isn't going to stand up. My guess is that everybody in our section had kind of gotten their tickets free in some way and it, it just changes yeah, the energy. It changes the energy. We would yeah. have had a better time know. down there. L.A. audiences are never the best, most enthusiastic audiences, too, no. right? Yeah. Because it's all a bunch of people who are in show business themselves yeah. kind of going like, mm, what would I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, is, why aren't I up there on that stage? <laughs> this is too much like a Broadway show. <laughs> but, I mean, I I very much enjoyed very many parts of the show. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I loved, uh, I think I loved all of the songs that they played but yeah i did feel a little it, bit so, like so so you you actually really like all the songs that they played there I there think wasn't so, a, there yeah. wasn't one that you were like no, there this, weren't songs that i was like this great. is the point where there, yeah there was no uh, who's going to ride your wild horses or uh, <laughs> what was the other one i hate that you fucking, know the, you know the only still one haven't found what i'm looking for that's the only ones that i don't really care for is is until the end of the world like the stuff really the stuff from octoon like baby i don't i mm. i just am never into when i see them you're kind of done with you, it you mean live you, yeah you don't live think they i've work i 
I maybe I just don't like that album all that much, or it's it's the songs are too familiar to me, or something. I think until the end of the world is a real favorite of theirs because they yes. pretty much play it, play every it all tour. the time. That's what I was yeah. about to say. Like I, I get excited when they're playing it because I know how much they love it. Yeah, right. and the right. audience it always gets no, the, the audience, audience going. I will say after yeah. a big stretch of. They played uh, uh, a bunch of stuff from the new records and then a very stripped-down version of Sunday Bloody Sunday where they're— on... I didn't care for that. Well, it's they're, it, it's they're not playing it like a rock show. They're playing right. it as a—they're making a point and stuff is going on on the screens about all the bombings that happened in Ireland. It's, it's yes. kind of trying to take that song back into— Hey, everyone sings it as an anthem, and no one even knows what it means anymore. This is we're going to show you what this means now, which is just you got uh, uh, Larry, you know, banging on those uh, the snare drum, it's good, yeah. and it's very stripped down. Meanwhile, on on the screens, you see uh, car explosions and stuff. I, I thought it was a powerful moment in the show, but certainly not one where you're like. I love this song and I'm having a great time <laughs> listening to it. Yeah, yeah, it's very stripped down. I feel like they did a similarly stripped down version at the Joshua Tree tour. Am I right? They, they might did, have. They didn't like full band it out for I can't that. Remember. I like hearing that song. Fully I love that song. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's sort of to me, it's like, oh man, I wish I could hear that. I love that song so much. Yeah. I wish I could hear them play it, but I, I get the impulse to tell a story with it. How I about think, uh, Des- Desire? What, what, that was great. That was Staring at the Sun. What about Staring at the Sun? Were you Yes, I was excited that? to hear Staring at the Sun. It's cool, right? I like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess my original yes, point like was a, about Until the End of the World was it's after a long stretch of songs that the audience is not familiar with. The, the general, like, uh, concert going public is not familiar with right. or a stripped down version of Sunday Bloody Sunday when Until the End of the World comes out like everyone got on their feet and was like yay yeah, I will right. say though I was surprised at how well the audience seemed to know the songs of experience songs like I was hearing singing along with yeah. like Lights of Home American Soul mm-hmm. American Soul and uh What's uh, you're the best thing you're the about? Best thing. All, did you like? Songs. Did you like the blackout? By the way, the opening of the show. I did. It um, sounds great. That by was the way, great. to your point, mm-hmm. in the last song they played, uh, mm-hmm. "There Is a Light." Is that the one? Or love? There is no, a light. Yeah. I think it was yeah. love. Love is bigger than anything. It's way. The audience was singing along yeah. in a way that, that took Bono by clearly took Bono by surprise. Oh, that's great. And, and he kind of like it seemed like he was he wanted to move on to the next song, <laughs> and he found a way to do it like by kind of. Starting a conversation with Edge, like to kind of shut the audience up very politely. Wow. <laughs> like, but I think they didn't fully did not expect the audience. Oh, to that's great. So, so time. the show ended with one, which by the by the way, I left before the encore. I was like, I did you I, leave before? You didn't see any of those. I I left after I left right before the encore because I was like, I'm in misery. I I know I'm going to go see another show with Adam. So I feel yeah. like I I I had I just couldn't imagine being trapped in parking. In, Getting in out the of the parking lot at the end of the show is part of the communal experience of going to the show. <laughs> I know, in, in I know, but it I was just, my favorite part, just the, the, the give and take, the, the communication give and take, sure, between the, fellow hey, motorists. I'm going to move up slightly. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm going to let you in. It was quite beautiful. I just couldn't uh, envision myself in the state I was in doing that. So I, I did not get to see the end of the show that I'm talking about, the light bulb and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but they ended with one, and love is bigger than anything in its way, and then 13, there is a light. Um, which is, I also have to say, is a brave choice for ending a big rock show as well to end with two, uh, it's, first new of all, to end, oh, two yeah. new songs, and our last song is going to be a slow, like the opening and the closing songs are two 
slow songs that's true that no one knows which is just uh love is bigger than anything in its way is emerging for me as like one of their great songs of the past like 20 years yeah like, that really is good. a great song that is a great song mm-hmm. so since 1998 yeah well you know what can i add one more year onto that sure so 21 years <laughs> 21 years <laughs> By the way, one thing I've so heard stupid. about you too, I don't know if this is true, but that mm-hmm. so at the very end of the show, Bono left at the back of the audience, whatever. Right. Uh, and then the lights are down for a little while mm-hmm. as the audience is clamoring for perhaps more. And then <laughs> clamoring for perhaps, <laughs> perhaps more. more. Doesn't end up that way, but that's No, is the lights they're... stay down for a while mm. and then they come up and right. some house music plays. And what I have heard is that that moment where we're all standing like, is there going to be more? Is a moment that all four band members are rushing like mad to four separate cars to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine because they don't want to be trapped in the. Yeah, but I think a lot of rock bands hang out at the venue and have like a post-show party. Oh, can you imagine as many shows as they do? Yeah. Like, well, I remember as a teenager being at an REM show at the Shoreline Amphitheater, and on our way out after the show, I asked one of the guards standing by the like backstage entrance uh, on the side of the stage, asking him like, "Hey, are the guys still back there? Do how long do they hang out after the show?" And he's like, "Man, they are." down the street before the lights come up. They <laughs> yeah, are right, gone. Right, right, right. I didn't know that. Um, so uh, so let's, let's get your verdict, Andy. Was the show worth... Uh, was, the, was getting free tickets to this show worth everything for you? <laughs> all in all, are you yeah. happy with your U2 experience? I absolutely am. I had a very... Yes, I had a wonderful time. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it greatly, and was very appreciative to be there. And your mother-in-law was uh, everything went okay with. Uh, Did she enjoy the yeah. U two show? She, she, yeah, she enjoyed having me out of the house. Mm-hmm. She got to put. She got to load the dishwasher her way. <laughs> what is her <laughs> way? <laughs> she, in my opinion, she overcrowds it. <laughs> and the dishes don't get as clean. Yeah, exactly. I, you know what? Because uh, Cool Up does something her, uh, with the dishwasher get her those way, shades on. which is that she mm-hmm. she leaves the silverware pointing up. And so when I'm unloading it, I sometimes will stick my finger on a knife or something, and yeah. I'm always like, put, just put it down. Scott, that's the Plus, only way it gets clean. You got to put I'm, – I'm on her side on this. Except, no, I except for very sharp, very sharp knives will go face down. Everything else, face up. Yeah, really? but if, I can stab the forks, forks in face down because then the tines go between the little holes in the basket. But I feel like you're going to get a stronger flow of water going Yeah, up. and the basket isn't like the barrier that water cannot penetrate. I don't want the tines of the forks going through the little holes in the basket. How severely do you guys rinse the plates and yeah, I rinse silverware the, before putting them I in? I rinse them off thoroughly before I put them in too yeah, so too, that it's, it's more of a just a, you know. It's, My it's, dishwasher manual specifically told me not to do that, and I. But again, it's just not like to that rinse che- stuff yeah. off. It's just like getting that cheeseburger. I'm not. Well, listening. does your uh, uh, dishwasher have a garbage disposal in it that takes care of food? That I don't know. Because that I, I <laughs> mine got backed up in my old place to where like anytime we would open the dishwasher, there would just be like mountains of food Ew. that was from the garbage disposal, and yeah. Oh, was, so it just didn't work. It just yeah. So we do we have did time you for me eat to that raise? food? <laughs> to to what? To raise a fractious topic about this concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I don't know if you want to use this. I, I, I'm still stuck on the dishwasher stuff. Though. I know. Well, keep, I'm you, wondering if you re- ate that food, it. the pile of food. Oh, yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. There is, okay, on Until the End of the World is when I most noticed it. Yeah. That there, there are um, drums being played by nobody on stage, but you hear them. Okay. Right. And there are other times when you hear keyboard parts that clearly nobody on stage is playing, right? That's pretty standard for yeah, concerts these days. It is. Now, but- now, 
a while ago, I saw uh, uh, Black Sabbath at the Hollywood Bowl. Yes. Now, didn't we talk about this? Did I, we? Yes. Because I, I would, I saw those tickets, and I was like, oh, it's tempting, but. So, uh, when I saw uh, either Ozzy or Black Sabbath on Kimmel, I noticed how much of it was just pre-recorded tracks, including yeah. his voice was oh, mainly no. pre-recorded. No And way. he's just barely singing along going, ah, No way. That I was just like, what's the point of going to see a record played? Yeah. but I, yeah. Well, I enjoyed that concert, but I did notice outside of the lights, there was a dude on the side of the stage with a keyboard and a guitar and a microphone. Right. And he's just supplementing what, what you're seeing being played on stage. Right. And clearly that is happening at a U2 show. And I, I, my pitch, my radical pitch to them mm-hmm. is to be uh, just totally transparent, transparent with it, about it and just bring them out. Uh, if there's a, if there's a dude wanna, under the stage, I bring them out. looking at some dude. Why I, not? He's probably a fascinating person. I like <laughs> seeing a U2 show and seeing the four guys. You do? I don't need a fifth guy. Me Who's neither. A, yeah, I think it would be distracting. REM used to do just it. Just some asshole? REM used to bring out a fifth dude. Well, they, yeah, yeah but they, they had like Peter Holsapple. And, and then on the Monster Mike Tour, McCoy they had two extra guys. They had Nathan December and yeah, uh, but Scott McCoy. I will say and that- And it was awesome. It's awesome because yeah. they're awesome. It's a different band. It's a different experience. But I like the simplicity of seeing those four. I like guys. when I when I buy a ticket for a show, I want to see only the people on the show. So when I saw Brian Ferry, I was like, "Who the fuck is this behind?" Get him? all those people off the stage. <laughs> I just want to see Brian Ferry. He's singing a acapella. You thought he was like a one man band? Yeah, dude, like like a Bert in Mary Poppins situation where he's just like, you oh, know, yeah, 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 you know, triggering the bass drum with his knees and shit. Well, I'm I'm fascinated because I because at that Black Sabbath concert, I was like, I want to know all about that guy. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. He's probably the best musician on this stage, actually. Well, you, you So he was on the stage, but he was, the lights He was out there. of the lights. And you, you would like the movie 40 Feet from Stardom, then. Oh, <laughs> was that about the backup singers? The backup singers, I did, yeah. I did like that. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't agree. Because if you're seeing you two, right. like, who wants to see, you know, Joe? Yeah. I do, and then I want to know all about Joe. And if it's just a keyboard <laughs> You want to see his, like, bio up on the big screen? Yes. Like his IMDb have... page? You want a t-shirt, a Joe t-shirt? <laughs> That's what I want. Why aren't they selling a t-shirt with the, the dude who's sitting under the stage looking at monitors? I don't because, know. And what's fascinating about that guy is that he can't fuck up. Because if somebody on stage fucks up, I saw it happen, I know it happened. Right. But the, you know what I mean? The guy who we're not supposed to know is there. I don't know. I, would you prefer there not be a guy, or you would prefer the guy being on stage? Well, by the way, I don't know for sure whether like th- those tracks that could we're be a woman, not seeing being played. The yes, doctor could be a woman. That's true, <laughs> but I don't know if those are just pre-recorded tracks, or if there is a person playing in actual instruments. Yeah, we don't know. Like instrumentation with, with Black Sabbath, it seems like they're all playing to pre-recorded tracks. It's like playing to a click track. Right. Um, I think with you too, it's like like Wide Awake in America. The version of Bad on that that kind of keyboard uh-huh. part that they just play and then right. he plays guitar yes, over yes, it. Yes, I think yeah. it's someone maybe playing. I guess if it's just that, I don't need to see the guy on stage pressing buttons on a computer. But <laughs> What if it was just a dude with like uh, one of those candy iMacs and he's just like <laughs> literally clicking on things like I with a But then again, I would like to see Turquoise that. iMac. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know more about that guy. I want to see, I just in general want to see a more stripped down kind of experience from you two on their next tour. I've seen them. I saw them play at like a benefit thing where it was just them in a small room without any 
and they were just playing yes. plugged in. And Have you seen great. them? Them like some that. of the videos of just uh, Bonobos and Thedge playing uh, just acoustically out there. Uh, I'm sure. Probably yeah, have, yeah, I mean it's great. I mean, you know what? I will have. To, I do have to say. I, I will have to say, and I do have to say that I think the best U2 tour that I ever saw was the Elevation tour, and I, I bet they had people playing along with that but uh-huh. it, but but it's a little more of the stripped down experience that yeah you you maybe want from a youtube i mean they tour maybe so seldom every three years now i mean it's been a good stretch over the past few mm-hmm. where they've been touring consistently but if they're only out here every four five years you want the u2 experience to be sort of like the joshua tree was was a lot like it uh-huh but the elevation tour was just the best tour of yeah. just like we're a rock and roll band and yeah. here's a bunch of stuff but but i love the narrative of this and th- and found it to be really interesting and the fact that they are are innovating to an extent that no one else is doing is is very interesting to me and i mm-hmm. i i totally hear you and and somewhat agree that the thing you sacrifice in kind of presenting this huge show is a little spontaneity yeah. and rock and roll ishness, mm-hmm. and there is a bit of a uh, kind of predestined thing that they're not changing happening. the set list on this tour all that much. Right, right, right. You know, maybe adding one song here yeah. and there or taking mm-hmm. away one because they're trying to tell this story. So, but mm-hmm. I think that you what you get is an incredible show that you would get nowhere else and they're really like trying something I mean when you yeah. think about the difference between the Pop Mart tour where they have the biggest screen ever and this the technological leap in the past yeah 20 years it's crazy what they're able to achieve now mm-hmm. and speaking of achieving things we're going to have to achieve going to a break and saying goodbye to our good friend Andy Daly what an achievement this uh, Andy will, will you go again to U2 <laughs> I will absolutely go again to U2 does, does your mother-in-law have to be in town do we have to coordinate their tour schedule with that uh, yeah <laughs> okay we'll let him <laughs> well, know let's set that up <laughs> let's set that up uh, Andy thanks so much for being there uh, there and here uh, we will when we come back we're going to have Phoebe Robinson and we're going to talk about Adam and I when we went to go see them at Madison Square Garden the other day. Uh, we're going to be right back with more You Talking You Two to me after this. Bye. Shirts. If you want service, you got to wear them. Yeah, along with a pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, a pair of those. Uh, sometimes uh, a sandal's okay, but... Uh, no shirts, no shoes, no, no problem. Oh, no dice. That's Remember that? Yeah, I mean, that's what uh, Nora Dunn wanted on her episode of SNL. That's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, there's shirts in the store of... Uh, uh, where do they get them? Podswag.com slash U2? No, just podswag.com. Podswag. Just podswag.com. Podswag. Slash REM. Slash REM. New REM shirts, right? What are they? Oh, stained glass shirts. Go get stained glass shirts. Uh, Go get our other REM shirts. Uh, You can look like us. (laughs) Bye. Welcome back. You talking YouTube to me. We're here. Adam Scott with me here. 
the man in the t-shirt himself. <laughs> he looked at me like, what, I'm supposed to talk? I, uh, you know what, this morning I was like, hmm, and I threw on a t-shirt. <laughs> What am I? What What's in my it, closet? T-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah. A shirt that in in the shape of a T when you lay it out right. It's funny because you think about where things come from. Yeah. Right. You think about. I, you just I pop often, open a beer, Adam. I often think about. <laughs> <laughs> I often crack open a beer and think about where do babies come from? <laughs> the butthole. I always can come to the same answer. The butthole. The butthole, of course, yes. If you can uh, if you can learn, what am I trying to say? I'm pouring a water while I'm talking. I'm finding it very hard. If you can learn... <laughs> then do it. ...how to come up with a way to explain where babies come from. Look, hats off to you. Have at it. Hats off and, you know, hospital gowns off. Um, shoes off to you. Shoes off. Uh, we're here with our good friend. Um, she was she was on our last episode of uh, you talking you two to me. That's right. And um, we we made a vow to. Oh, well, why don't we why don't we just introduce her and we'll talk about yeah, it? Yeah, she, yeah. She, we don't course, talk about vows. Uh, just to introduce the she, woman. We made vows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> during that last, we podcast. all got married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all got married and decided to go to you two together. Uh, she is uh, one of two dope queens. Mm-hmm. She uh, is in the movie currently streaming and probably streaming in perpetuity on Netflix, Ibiza. Yes. With <laughs> Gillian Jacobs and, uh, of course, Vanessa Bayer. Uh, I'm not sure why, of course. I think I said that because I was trying to remember who of else is in it. Of course, because everyone knows <laughs> everyone who's knows. in the movie. Yeah, everyone knows Vanessa's in it. Yeah. I put in a little of course in there just to get my mind, my, my brain synapses firing. Uh, Phoebe Robinson is here. Hello. Hi. Hey, Phoebe. How are you? Thank you for waking up early and doing you this. Know, it's my pleasure. I will only do it for you too. Related podcast. Oh, truly. Oh, I, wow. First, I thought you were saying you'd only do it for us no, too. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then I was like, is she talking about you? That's YouTube? exactly what I thought she was saying, actually. <laughs> I'm sure you've woken up early for other people than us too. And other bands, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, by the way, can can I just say? Yes. Larry last night at the show looking rad with like dark hair and glasses at the show. It was like very like substitute teacher chic and I was totally. into it. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I was I was like y'all. Yeah. Y Q Y. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um what uh oh, we, I we you knew that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I am very cool. Uh, we saw the show together last night along yes. uh, with your friend. Uh, Delina. Delina, who's yes. Who's also my makeup artist. Yeah, yes. she's great. So, Delina's so cool. Yeah, she's the best. Super fun. Her. Yeah. So yeah. We, all, we all sat together. Mm-hmm. We, okay, so let's, let's talk about it. We, yes. we, the last time we did this show together, mm-hmm. we did it with uh, one uh, TV's Andy Daly, mm-hmm. the four of us, and we made a vow to go – to see the band U2 on May 16th Huge. in Los Angeles. Huge. <laughs> in Los Angeles at a wonderful uh, emporium named The Forum. Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. the L.A. Forum. Uh-huh, the L.A. Forum. Now, we reached out to you, and when I say that, I, I emailed you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you were unable to come to May 16th at the Forum, mm-hmm. and tell us exactly why. I was doing royal wedding coverage for Access Hollywood, which sounds way cooler than it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was fine. Why? What, I mean, how could it not be cool? Well, it's just like um, I, I don't think my essence works well with like infotainment 
E. Oh, right. That, now, that level. is a portmanteau of information and entertainment. Yes. It's very, like, high energy. Everything's exciting. I, I don't operate at that level at all. Now, are they pushing you? Are the producers, like, pushing you to soundbite everything, make everything sound exciting and amazing? or The same way that yeah. I do with Adam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Show. Yeah, it's just more like I did a thing about, like, different British foods you could eat or, like, I would go. What and are we talking? Bangers? And yeah, bangers and mash and, like. That's the famous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did a segment where I ate, like, a bunch of different, like, you know, British pub foods. Yeah. And then one where I had to, like, I went on the street and sort of asked people how they felt about Megan and Harry being an interracial couple. So, like, it was fine, but it, it just, it's not what I should be doing. Uh-huh. There's people far better suited for that stuff. Well, I bet yeah. it was great. Yeah. But that's just kind of like how you feel on the inside. But yeah. I bet it's super fun to watch. Oh. I'm just going to make that call right now. I bet now. it wasn't fun to watch. <laughs> okay. You want to take that? So, okay. what, what kind of odds are we laying down? I was. Being nice and no, no, knowing that Phoebe's a talented no. person. What are you going to give me, like 20 to 1 odds? Well, let's not go into it. It's pain. It's not a nice thing to go into. <laughs> um, but did you, uh, at what vantage point did you witness the wedding? Were you like right there? So the funny thing is I was flying back to New York as the wedding was happening. What? Yeah, so I missed the wedding. But I mean, Access Hollywood wasn't going to have like, you know, Any access kind of, yeah. to that. <laughs> they only have access that. to Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Access Royal Wedding. So it was just in and around the yes, wedding and yes, then yes. you bailed. Yeah. So the morning up, I, I came back here and I did um, a show, uh, Wild Horses. I did the mm-hmm. show at uh, Vulture Fest. Oh, Our, cool. So that was like super fun. Good friend Lauren Lapkus. Yeah. That's uh, the best. Um, and, uh, but, but really it was a missed opportunity to go to that forum show with us. Yeah. Right? And I was bummed about it cause I, I was prepared to pay, to fly out, to pay for a flight out just for yeah. that. Yeah. And well, I mean, <laughs> would it have, would it have, uh, made you upset if you had paid for that flight to, f- to fly out and then Adam had bailed at the last second like he did? <laughs> It probably would have made you upset, so I'm kind of glad that it didn't. I don't happen. think she would have cared. I, I wouldn't have been like mad. I would be like, "Aw," but not yeah. like poor boo boo. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scott sort of bailed because he went, but he was super sick, so yeah. I'm sure it was just not fun to be around him. Yeah. No, it was terrible. To I mean, we talked about it in the last segment, but uh, and I think I was hallucinating because I. I Saw some like 3D virtual reality creature coming out of the screen during the, the first song. Yeah, mm. it's so cool. You saw it too? Yeah, because of the app. Oh, so you didn't have to have the flu to see that? <laughs> I, I just saw it. I, did. No. <laughs> I, I was watching an app. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, okay, I'll so. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> What's your catchphrase again? I'll have what he's having. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes. The tour started uh, in at the end of April. No, May th- May third, Tulsa. May third was oh okay. Or no, right. May second. Yeah. Yes. Okay. One now, of those two days, and I went to the opening night. We saw it. Yes, we yeah. saw it last night. How many times have you been to the tour total? Last night was five. Wow. Show number five. And how was opening night? Were you about to ask how opening night was? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Sure. Come on, Scott. <laughs> Why are you guessing what questions? Uh, Just ask your own questions. What's the Carson psychic character? Karnak. That's what I'm doing. No, Karnak says the answers. 
and then reads the How questions. How is the first show? <laughs> that's that's a Adam is putting his fingers to his temples like Karnak. Like just him putting an questions. envelope to his head. I'm using my fingers. Um, so I, I took my boyfriend, um, and uh, it's not easy to get to Tulsa. Yes. Just want to let you know that. Like no direct flights? No direct yeah. flights. So he was flying from Portland because he lived there at the time. And I was flying from New York. So nine-hour travel time to get there. Bummer. Um, the show was good. It was definitely like you could feel them like getting their footing with like the whole, you know, because it's the first time they're doing it like in front yeah. of people. But it was really cool. It was interesting. <clears throat> I don't want to spoil anything, but the when they have the... The imagery of the Nazis. Yes. Up. Right. That's when you're walking in the yeah. door, the, you're greeted with Nazi imagery. Like, hey, <laughs> welcome Just to the chanting show. at you <laughs> as you take your seats. <laughs> no, there's a certain, we can spoil it because uh, it's, the tour it's, is over. The tour is over. Uh, yeah, it is over. It's yeah. so sad. It's over in the States. Um, so we're going to break it down, but yeah. there, there's a certain uh, which song is it? That's Staring at the sun. Staring at the sun. Yes. Going into pride, maybe that goes one. Yes. Segues so in. yes, and Bono has the the character, which yeah. It's, well, so we can talk about yeah, that a little talk, later. It's fun. Yeah, but okay, but right. you were but why did you bring up the Nazi imagery? Oh, because <laughs> just because. <laughs> just because <laughs> it was like yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. No, but when they're playing the footage during the song, like. That, it, you could tell it made everyone so uncomfortable, which I knew it was going to because I'm like, it's Tulsa. Yeah. But it was just very interesting to watch, like, like all the air get sucked out of the room, the audience being like, nah. Because not only is it in the middle of Oklahoma, yeah. it's also the first night of the tour, so people don't know what this is yet. Right. And so there's no context, really. Well, yeah. I would think that a lot of people don't know what something is before they go to this show. How many people do you think actually like read a review of the tour before they actually go to yeah, it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I mean, Instagram, and I had heard, <laughs> I had seen bits and pieces what, trying to avoid yeah, to you're hearing Adam anything. Scott. Yeah. No, but I'm trying to avoid hearing about the show, but I've seen stuff on social media and yeah. I at least knew somewhat what it was going to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you think that, that people were like, eh, in Tulsa, I'm not having it because they... Because they they might have those views, certainly not, or just what, no, what not in Tulsa, right? They just weren't. <laughs> they just weren't maybe ready for that. They, I don't or? think they were ready for. It. I think it makes people uncomfortable because mm-hmm. we don't want to really. Wait, like, is this an episode of Bro? I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it is. Hey everyone, welcome to Bro, I'm Uncomp. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we have a very special guest here, Phoebe Robinson. And Hi. She- welcome, Phoebe. Welcome. And we're talking thanks about- Thanks for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for doing the show. We haven't had you on the show yet. I'm so excited. It's so great to have you on Bro, I'm Uncomp. Bro, I know. Bro, I know I'm Comp. We're talking about uh, various people being uncomp. Uh, and uh, we're talking about Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you thought they were uncomfortable? Yeah, I thought there were a lot of uncomfortable white people out there. Mm-hmm. Or uncomfortable. Sorry, yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I don't want to, like, break what, the rules. What did you just say? I know. That was that was controversial. Do you think there's a chance <laughs> that there were two bros hanging together in the audience that night, and maybe one of them turned to the other and said, Bro, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I think chances are 110%. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, this is a, a great episode, but we got to go. Bye. Bye.
Good app. Yeah. <laughs> it was great to have a guest <laughs> on that app. So, so Tulsa, you you leave the theater. What what are your impressions of the of the show in general? Because uh, uh, yeah. the, the show doesn't change too incredibly much from night to night. Right, which I was kind of um I was kind of shocked at at first. Like there they maybe changed like one or two songs, but it's right. been pretty much like pretty much the same like set list. Um but I really like the opening with the app. If you yeah. download the YouTube Experience app, you got mm-hmm. to see like a 3D Bono come out at the screen while there was a tiny Bono singing. So basically really cool. Basically yeah, what really happens cool. is if you you open up this app and you point it at the large video screens that are in the center of the arena, uh before the show, if you get there like I did for uh the 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 show in LA and you point it there about a half hour early, uh the the video screens are like a big iceberg when you get there. And then they slowly melt mm-hmm. into a waterfall yeah. that um, – and, and this is all virtual reality that you're, you're pointing at the screen and watching it on your screen. And then it just kind of becomes – VR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. VR. That's cool. VR. That's cool. Um, and then it's the, – the waterfall drips, drips, drips down. And then when the show starts, Bono is in the center of the arena singing uh, – Love is all that we have left. Is that? Am I getting that no, right? Lo- yeah, yeah. Just and he's inside out, like, the screen, yeah. right? Yeah. He's inside the screen. Then and if, if you're yeah. and it and the uh, the VR app says, okay, uh, get, watch it throughout the first song. Mm-hmm. And there's a a, a giant. Uh, what? How would you describe this uh, creature? It's a blue bono. It's a. It, it's a blano. 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 It's a blano. Yeah. yeah. Kind of an ice yeah. bono, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ice, ice bono. <laughs> Ice, ice, Bono. So you really enjoy that. I thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I will say their productions are like, it's nuts. Like no, no one else is doing that. You no, know? One, no one is doing it. Maybe like Roger Waters also has like really. All right. Roger Waters is doing it. Yeah. But no one else is doing it. <laughs> Maybe Beyonce. Does All right, Beyonce it. does definitely. <laughs> okay, there are a few three, people doing it. Those are the top three. <laughs> um, and then the blackout. Yeah. Is a, what a great yeah, opener. So, good. so, yeah, then it segues the whole band comes out <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, into the center of the screens and starts playing the blackout, which I, it, to me, last night, that was like my favorite song of the show. It's it was so great. good. It's so good. I maybe slept on that song a little bit when right. it first came out. It came out before the record. Yeah. And I was like, eh, it's maybe not what I want from a U2 single. But it sounds great. It's so great live. Yeah, I almost yeah. feel like that song, putting it out so far ahead of the record, kind of cheated the song because yeah. it's so hooky and great, and they kind of just threw it out there a little Adam, bit. Adam, you would say it sounds big. Huge. <laughs> huge. Isn't it huge, yeah, the huge, words? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I thought, in general, all the new songs were really the highlight of the show. Yeah, yeah I really, I, I thought it was... I don't know. They just really did a great job of like no matter where you were sitting, I feel like at some point you really got a great yeah. moment with them, which is like nice. Yeah. You know? I was I, I, I tell you, though, when we were walking over, I don't want a spoiler alert. We were walking over to uh, the risers by the smaller stage. Yeah. And I was looking at the the dead on view uh, just seeing the side of the video screens yeah. and you can't really see the stage all the way at the other end. I was yeah. like, can you imagine yeah. having to sit here? For half the show, 
and not being able to see anything. But you get a great view of the yeah. second stage. Yes. You do, yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because the first, when the Innocence Tour, I was in GA at the small stage. General and so, admission. Yeah. Um, Thanks. <laughs> But it, it, they are far away where they're on the main stage, but you, it, it, it doesn't feel like they're that far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it ends up being okay. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so generally, uh, what are, what are more of your thoughts on the tour? Um, I, I will say the Boston show that I went to was like, I thought the best one. Mm. The crowd was like super amazing. They were just like, I think it was just really perfect synergy, I yeah. guess. Where did you park your car when you were there? <clears throat> no, I took a lift. I don't know oh, how to drive. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. There's this place, Harvard Yard, that a lot of people park. Adam's <laughs> um, like, great. <laughs> uh, so that was the best. The set list was the same. It was just the crowd was on fire and that sort of thing. Uh, not yeah. literally on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was. I think it was the exact same set list. So one of the shows in New York, they played Gloria, which I was very oh, excited because cool. I hadn't heard that live. Oh, yet, cool. At what point did they play it? Early? Or? It was early. It was early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did they substitute a song? Like, did they uh, "I Will Follow" or something like that? I think it was "I Will Follow" and then Gloria. So I don't think they did all they because just, of uh, you. Oh, I okay. think. Yeah, mm. they took that out. That's a good sub. Yeah. I liked All Because of You, though. Yeah, me too. It sounded good. Yeah, As my so good. good friend Jared once said, that's a good sub. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, good friends? <laughs> oh, no. This is, that's not someone you want to say is your... <laughs> Why? What's been going that's on? Right. Yeah, it's fine. We'll talk after. <laughs> um, and so then there's the part uh, where he is bringing back McFisto. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So, you know, um, great, but also... Hilarious. <laughs> Just because it's like, you know, he, he can't do like the full like face paint. You but know? he comes out. He comes out in face paint. It's like a little and like the exaggerated eyebrows, which yeah. is not. <laughs> I thought cool looking makeup. Yeah, it's not like a full McFeesto face. Yeah. Just no. cool looking makeup. No, he just on. comes out in like. Uh, almost pancake eyeshadow uh, yeah. in a way. It, it was a, It seemed a little more extreme, I have to say, in L.A. It seemed like maybe he started Last toning night, it down. Last night, he was like, nah, I'm going to do a little eyebrow and that's it. It seemed like just the eyes it to me. It was just eyes last In night. L.A., it was full white Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he also did the thing on the screen? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Weird. yeah. And okay. then, and then yeah. it took forever for him to get it off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because uh, what it's I wanted, a lot. What, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to ask, why do you think that part of the show is in there? <laughs> Him taking the makeup Him just off, taking makeup off for, and I, he's talking during. I mean, it's interesting. I think it is to buy time for Adam and Edge to get to their spots right. for Pride. There we and go. And he every yeah. night he's like makes a different speech while at the yeah. thing taking the makeup yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Because I had to ask yeah. Scott, what's he doing? Like, he's taking his makeup off. Yeah. I was like, oh. But he was talking about interesting stuff yeah. while he was doing it. Yeah, I don't remember what yeah. he was talking about, but it was <laughs> I do. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, so more thought. Oh, so McFisto. It's the re- return of McFisto. Yes. Did you, you never got to see McFisto. No, I was too young. Right. Not to, That sounds annoying, but I was truly. <laughs> McFisto is definitely a 14 and over <laughs> character. Um, and so this was like my first time seeing it. It is. I think it's cool. It is scary because with the filter mm-hmm. that they chose. Basically the, what like, Bono is doing is yeah. he's he's 
performing into a iPad. monitor. An it's iPad. an iPad. Yeah, it's an iPad. Yeah. And then up on the big, large video screens, they are putting, using the face replace kind of technology, they're putting Macfisto's face on his yes. actual face. Yes. Continue. And it, it, on one hand, I think it's really cool. On the other hand, it feels very much like, all right, this is Bono having his, like, Broadway moment. I'm going to go with it. But I will say, so when I was in New York, this is actually kind of funny. I was uh, laughing. So at the end where he, like, has to wipe his makeup off, he's, like, staring into the mirror slash iPad, and the lock screen comes up. No. <laughs> and he's just pretending like the lock screen isn't there. and Because I don't think he had the passcode to get oh. back in. I was going to say, I, yeah. thought, I thought maybe you saw what his passcode no, was. No, no, no. The passcode was up because I don't think he knew what it was to get back into it. Oh, and I, right. was, I was just thought that was really Do you funny. think it was just B-O-N-O? <laughs> <laughs> or if it's just U2. Yeah. <laughs> U2-69. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's cool. I think... Um, Sometimes it's tough when you're just talking in an arena that size, but I think he does a good job of making you sort of stay in it. Yeah, And for not sure. be like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were uh, a lot of uh, speeches during the show. The show's yeah. approximately two and a half hours long, yeah. and I kind of view it like a Judd Apatow movie where it's like, yeah, it's long, but it's longer than a normal thing, and it's just bonus content. Yeah, sure. like yeah, you know, he's like talks yeah. for a half hour, but yeah. you're still getting the two hour show that you yeah. normally yeah. would see. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, okay, so mm. uh, favorite parts of of all of the shows that you've seen? Oh. Um, I think the opening like. Five or six songs. It's such a great way to kick off the show. The um, new the, because it starts with three new songs. Yeah, and they all sound great. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. Um, so I think that's really memorable. I um, I also like American Soul when they bring the flag up behind Bono. Mm-hmm. Just the way they do. Like I'm just impressed by like the production of like bringing that up. And then I just thought that was like really cool. Mm-hmm. Even though like the megaphone, it's a lot. Yeah. What um, do you think of that bullhorn? It's. It's fine. I'm also like, sometimes I'm like, I can't really understand him all the way with the bullhorn. Mm. Or I'm like, if you just said this into the microphone, I would hear it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I like that that's, you know. I felt like last night he used it less than he had on like SNL. Yeah, on SNL it was, so too, yeah. was too much. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> musical guest, you two and their bullhorn. Yeah. <laughs> he was throwing, he was using it as if no one had done it before on yeah. SNL. Yes. That's a point of contention for Adam because, you know, the first person to use it was our good old friend, <laughs> Michael Stipand. Yeah. And I think it's a cool thing to to use. I I just I love I really like that song, and yeah. I it kind of punctured the song a little bit yes. for me to use it so much. But whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel the same way. So I really. But last night, yeah, he barely used it. I yeah, think. yeah, and the yeah. song sounded awesome. It's a, it's such a great live song. Yeah. Um, Did I wonder if they ever thought when they were growing up that someday we'll have a song that's the theme song to the Final Four? <laughs> Oh basketball yeah, yes. well, yeah. For March Madness, they yeah. made so much money doing that. <laughs> really, like they had every that song? commercial is oh, their wow. song. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and during the song, I was actually like miming dribbling. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing because <laughs> I was just like, "Man, this makes me." <laughs> <laughs> he just kept going like that, which is a cool thing to do for a audio podcast. For three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, uh, other other memorable moes. Um, Are those moments? Yeah, moes. Yeah, like yeah. Fiesta was good. Um, oh, I love Sunday Bloody Sunday. Like the stripped down version of cool. it, I thought it was like really cool. And then have to like the story on the screen afterwards of like all the people who died in the yeah during the during Sunday Bloody yeah. Sunday. Uh, uh, we got a good old. Uh, Larry Mullen, uh, senior son, comes out, and uh, he's uh, he's just got the old snare mm-hmm. ra- uh, around uh, the shoulders over over the, the shoulder, old snare around the shoulders, <laughs> and he's uh, he's just doing the duh, 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 duh. and uh, and then and then everyone leaves, and on the screens above him, you see uh, just a tiny car, and he's just then pounding on it, going blap. While there's a montage of uh, radio sounds yeah. um, and just blap, 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 and then suddenly explosions. There's three explosions, uh, and then it talks about all of the uh, people who died in Ireland in the 70s from the five car bombs mm-hmm. that exploded. Yeah. Very yeah. powerful Mo and a memorable Mo. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, so I love those. What about for you? Too. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. we're all very tired. Yeah. Everyone needs to know. Um, <clears throat> I I really thought that for me, this is the second time I've seen this particular one. Mm-hmm. Um, the new songs really were my favorites, yeah. strangely enough. I, I was saying after the show that I, I would really like to see a show that did the two recent albums back to back. Uh, maybe even not in the order, but just telling a story okay. that, yeah. that didn't feel like they had to do the – and then maybe, you know, at the end go, Pride in the Name of Love. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? uh, but I, I just the, – the, the new song sounded really vital to me for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was because I just listened to the album the, the day of the, the show to prep for it and was just really into the songs. And by the way, how are you liking the new album? Since I mean we've, I, we've I it's been it. seven months now. I still love it. I I wish they would play Red Flag Day. Live. Yes, too, man. I was I, I that was like the one song I wish I could have heard live. Um, what uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 what what's your experience been? You you've seen five shows. Have yes. you interacted with any of the band members uh, after the show or? or? So I went to this charity thing um, last week for like Red One. It was like um. Just like for people who like do stuff for, it and also like the rich people who are donors and like keep right. it going. And that, do, you, do you do stuff with Red One? <clears throat> yeah, I tried um, like promote them a bunch on social media. Like whenever I do tour stuff, I have like tie in merch that where all the money goes to them. And so I'm trying awesome. to get like more involved with them and do more stuff. I was going to try and do a trip over to Africa this month, but because of work, I, I couldn't go. So we're trying to figure out for early next year. What would you do when you're there? Just chill. <laughs> yeah, just hang out at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, go, go to Safari, just real chill. Um, I'm not sure. I think they just, like, wanted me to do, like, a bunch of stuff. Like, go, like, just, like, interact with, like, the locals. Like, go, like, some orphanages and, like, just have, like, the whole experience and right. not have it just be, like, it's really sad because that's not what Africa is, but that's how it's presented a lot of times. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that next year. But, um, um, but yeah, it, it was it was really nice to, like be in the room and like Bono came and he like gave like a short like speech and then like the CEO of one Gail she like gave a speech and then just like I like ended up hanging out with Bon Bon for that's what I call him mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he is just he's cute like a yeah, little Bon Bon yeah he is like a little Bon Bon yeah um, I just want to pop him in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> you can say that I can't um, <laughs> I don't think I can either 
<laughs> you just did. Yeah. Fuck. Um, but he, he was like so delightful. We ended up like having like a couple of like tequila beverages. Awesome. And it was like so nice. Mm-hmm. Those oh. it was it those uh like beer margarita bud light things? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I, I just I usually get like tequila, seltzer water, and a splash of lime juice. Yeah. That's your drink. That's my go to Casamigos. Mm-hmm. Casamigos, yeah, yeah, yeah. George Clooney's uh-huh. uh Yeah. 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 What do you think about putting uh, a little coin into Clooney's purse every time you drink? You know what? I was, I was. Very <laughs> <laughs> they made some major ducats with that brand, if you know what I mean. Money, talking money, yeah. cash. It's is so this good. another episode of Talk About Money? I think it is. <laughs> hey, everyone! Welcome to Talk About Money. This is Scott, and this is Scott, and we have. What's your new voice? <laughs> this is my talking about money. <laughs> well, Adam, uh, we have a great guest here, Phoebe uh, we Robinson. Sure do. Uh, we're just talking about money on this app. Phoebe, thanks for coming. Thanks for being thanks coming for down. Having me. Yeah, right. just talking about money. Yeah, I I'm I'm flush with it right now. Yeah, yeah. what's yeah. what's your what's in your uh, uh, account? You know, millions. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Listen, it's, we damn know. Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> we we were just talking about uh, the old Clunes and his. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, boy, his, his big old stuffed purse, cash. Yeah, a little lettuce for his tomato. Yeah. And you got some Casamigos tequila, and that's yeah. like you know his brand. So. Put some some money his way, pushing a little coin over to yeah, Clooney. Just, uh, he just wants to dip his beak. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right, good up. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I so, felt like that episode kind of petered out, and I think, I think it may it never, have been my fault. It, I don't think it ever <laughs> petered in. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was really nice. So that was like the, I haven't met anyone else in the band yet, but Bono and I keep running into each other. So it's nice. That when, we're, what's the first time you ran into him? Was it Bonnaroo? Uh, Bonnaroo. Okay. And I saw him in. And tell us about the Bonnaroo experience because did we talk about we it? We talked about it. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to bore people again. And yeah, yeah. then Cleveland. And then when I went to the show in Boston, he like wrote me like a little like letter. Whoa. And had it given to me. And That's that was so like really, cool. That was cool. Like right before the concert. So I just like. Had it given to you? How do, what, how's that? Like a. like a, Someone from his uh, one. To to where? Oh, to your seat? Like, like yeah, a telegram? Yeah, I, like, I was like, yeah, it was like basically a telegram. It was just like um, a nice little like handwritten note. And I didn't know what it was. I just got this. I was hanging out with a friend. And then um, Abby from one came over. She's like, I have something for you. And I was like, what is this? Like another band I have to like put on and she's mm-hmm. like no just open it and I just see his handwriting I'm like <gasps> and it was uh, a really nice message and he drew something on the back and then I just was it a it. penis like the <laughs> thing he drew for us <laughs> no it was not a penis <laughs> what if it was that would have been that's so, so inappropriate great. that's yeah, his right? like go to <laughs> thing now he's just like that ah, worked when I, when I drew it for these guys <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just stuffed it in my shirt and just wore it during the whole concert oh my that's gosh. awesome yeah. Um, so, uh, how do you think this tour stacks up versus you saw the Joshua Tree one? You saw what's the first tour you saw? The first one I saw was the Vertigo one, and I was in college. I think it was my junior year, and I went by myself. By yourself? Yeah. Is that common? Oh, that's for- right, because you yeah. didn't find like friends to go with. Well, you this or girl something? I was supposed to go with, we ended up like not being friends anymore. And, you know, when you are... A, Ice cold. Yeah. When you're a black girl who's, like, 20, you're not going to find a lot of other right. replacement attendees for a U2 concert. So I just yeah. went by myself. Right. Did, was the seat open next to you? Yeah. 
That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great show. The it was Vertigo so good. Tour. And it had like not great seats, but it didn't matter. It yeah. was so good. Mm-hmm. So I saw that and then I was poor for a really long time because that's what stand up is. So I didn't see them again until Innocence. Okay. So yeah. Vertigo, Innocence, Joshua Tree, and this tour. That's yeah. so cool. And now you are just going for it and I, seeing as exactly. many as you can. You know, when someone's like really poor and like they find a thing to obsess over and they spend all their money on, like that's what I'm doing with yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, so how do you think this one stacks up uh, versus – it, it really is the spiritual successor to the Innocence <laughs> Tour. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> um, I think this one is stronger than Innocence. I just think the songs are just stronger on this album. Um, I mean, I think Joshua Tree is always going to hold a special place in my heart because that's where I met my boyfriend. That was like, you know, an album like I never thought I was going to see perform live. So it was just very much like just a culmination of all these things that are just never going to happen. And his voice sounded so incredible. Yeah. Um, But this is a really good tour. And I remember because I like follow all these like YouTube fan Instagrams and I kind of saw the set list are like her rumblings that they're like not going to do anything from Joshua Tree or like yeah. whatever. And I was like, this is very controversial. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. But then you see the show, and you're like, if they did Joshua Tree during, I don't think that it would be. It's like a, we've seen it. You know what I mean? And I felt like without those, the safety of those songs, mm-hmm. the new songs were highlighted even more yeah. and showed how strong they are. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't really miss them, yeah. you know, because they have so many other songs that are great that yeah. they could just sprinkle throughout. It, it really, it really allowed them. How many new songs do they play in the, in, it, it seems like they play about six or seven, yeah. somewhere in there. Between the two new albums or the the latest album? Just the latest one, it seems like Black they play Out. quite a few. So. They, they start with three. Yeah. And then they end with 13. Yeah. Uh, I'm just they saying where the, <laughs> yeah. no, but three, they played with 13. <laughs> You're the best thing about me and get out of your own way. Yeah. yeah. So at least and six. love is, is all we have all left. Yeah. So at least six. So at least six. six. Yeah. yeah. Six, if not seven. And yeah. then they play from Innocence. They play at least two. Yeah. They play Cedarwood, Cedarwood and yeah. uh, another one. Or maybe they Iris. Just, and Iris, Iris, yeah, 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 which is great. I wish they played "Raised by Wolves." Me too. I, I love that song. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could throw that in there. Yeah, why not? Yeah, just volcano little, too. Just throw a volcano yeah. in there. But the blackout—it's yeah. it's in the news these days. Yeah, <laughs> volcanoes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great show. Yeah, I was I was very happy with it. Are overall. you seeing a no, no? There's only one more here uh, in the states, so you're probably not seeing in Connecticut, right? I'm not gonna go. To yeah, you're not. Gonna, That's yeah. too much. Yeah, it's too, it's too much to ask of you. <laughs> what a weird closing night show, Connecticut. Yeah. yeah, and a weird opening one, Tulsa. But I guess it's better than. Do you know, like uh, doing your first one? I think they usually do opening shows in like smaller markets. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, what am I trying? Trying not to insult Tulsa Tulsa people? <laughs> like, I guess it's better than doing it in front of real people, like <laughs> Los Angeles and New York people. No, but they do. So I have inside scoop because my boyfriend's a tour manager. He's like oh, a lot hell of times. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a lot of times bands will go to smaller markets like that because they run the show. They'll be there for like a week, and it's like way cheaper to do that uh, there than to be at like New York and yeah. run. You know, have everything. Set up there. So they can have the arena for the mm-hmm. full week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. just like my friend Jared said when talking about tuna, that's a great scoop. Whoa! Hey, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, now, did you when you were in Tulsa? Did you mm-hmm. get to see them run through it before the full show or anything like that? No. So I flew in. 
I think the morn the day before, and then I took the BF out and had like date night for him. So we you went. Took and- the butt fuck out. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird Boy, name. Boyfriend, <laughs> oh, but his oh, name it, is also it. Buttfuck. Um, I took Buttfuck <laughs> out. Buttfuck Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and so we just had like a date night where we like saw Avengers and did stuff you wanted to do to like balance out Fun. why we were there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that what he's into, the Avengers? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was the new Avengers movie? I didn't see it yet. It's great. You saw Ant-Man, but you haven't seen Avengers? That's right. It's really good. It, yeah. I was, at the end, I was like, I won't spoil it, but I was yeah. fully upset. I knew, it's, I know, it. I heard what happens. <gasps> Let's just talk about it. Everyone dies, right? <laughs> uh, everyone die? Everyone in the theater dies. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go see it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we're, we're ghosts. Are these ghosts <laughs> I'm talking to? Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I love the tour. I think it's so great. I think it's strong. I feel like it has something else I wanted to say about it other than that. I loved it. It's interesting yeah. to see the culmination of, look, we, we didn't even know when the Innocence Tour happened and the first record came out. We didn't even know if they would ever complete another record or do yeah. the second part of this. Yeah. So it's it's so interesting to see the culmination of this story that they started telling. Yeah. I'm ready for the next album. Yeah. What yeah. do you think it'll be? I always say four years from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. sounds like it's going to be a while yeah. from what Adam said. Be a while. Said. Yeah. Been a while. Been a while. Been a while. <laughs> um... <laughs> What do you uh, what do you think what what do you want to hear in a, in a new U two out Do you want one just like the last record or do you uh, like what is your perfect uh, album? What would you like to hear from them? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like so much of what they do is personal, so it's kind of like dependent on like where they they are in their lives because I think mm-hmm. they'll be like in their early sixties. I can't even believe it. Is that crazy? Yeah. Jesus. But I mean, are they in their mid fifties right now? Like They're late fifties, yeah. like fifty eight. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Whoa. They look great. They when do. you got money, you yeah. look great. They look great. Yeah. When you got money, yeah. you look great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you need to get some money. Why are you guys looking at me like you feel sorry for me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I really loved. Zeropa, like it would be cool if they did something in that sort of realm because yeah. I think that was really a great something super weird. Yeah, get weird. Who the fuck cares at this point? You yeah, know what really. I mean? Like you have nothing to lose. Like you have your fan base. They're not yeah. going. Anywhere. I guess every album could possibly be their last album, though. Do you think there's some sort of pressure with that? Of like, we don't want our last album to be like a fucking weird one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it, yeah. we want our last to be a giant hit. Or at least like uh, uh, sound like a normal U two album. Yeah. Or something. Does yeah. This, you know what I mean? Did this one do well? I have no clue if yeah. it was like a hit. Yeah, yeah I, don't know. I think it did well. I think yeah. it was like debuted number one in the Billboard yeah. charts when it came out because it was tied into the ticket sales. Yeah, as I mean well. you don't That's... have to bring that part up, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, technically it's only because it was tied into the ticket sales. <laughs> yeah, but every lo- everyone does that yeah, now, that's right? That's true. It's like yeah, yeah, the yeah. only way you can sell records. Yeah, that's true. Um. So it did. It did. It did yeah. well. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny? It's funny. I just I shut up for a second to hear what you were about to say, because <laughs> it looked like you had something to say. I, I had nothing like, to say. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. So it did well. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're scratching your arm. <laughs> and, oh, it did, did well. That's cool. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, four years from now, we're all going to be different people. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, hopefully we'll still be living organisms on this earth. I'll be almost 40 then. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. That's Me crazy. Too. Yeah. Well, I'm 26 now, so <laughs> yeah. oh, I guess I'll be 30. 30 years <laughs> yeah. old. But that's a big milestone for me. <laughs> wow, you'll be almost 40, I'll yeah. be almost 50, and you'll be past 50. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But Hollywood 50. Maybe they have a hidden, uh, they have something already like ready to go. I don't think so. No. No, it takes them. I mean, remember when we interviewed them the first time and and they were saying that they were going to release it like, you know, the very next year? Yeah. You know, and then it took another two or two and a half or something like that. But this one was all hooky, good songs. Yes. Like Huge they, songs. they really, they really like put out a a solid big rather than like No Line on the Horizon, which was like half good, and then some of them were just sort of like it was a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it, I I was listening to the record yesterday, and mm-hmm. I was surprised. I I hadn't really listened to it all the way through since the episode we did about it. I'd listened to the songs, you know, on random, mm-hmm. and I was just surprised by like there's 13 songs on it, and the first. 10 or 11 are all like, I was like, oh, this is a good song. Yeah. This is a good song. Like, yeah. like I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is yeah. great. This is great. Um, I, I for, somehow I think I had thought that Innocence was was better mm-hmm. or or maybe this wasn't as good or something. But like, the songwriting is actually, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah, just as good as I thought. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, some good shit. If yeah. you care what Scott thinks, there you go. <laughs> and so are you guys <laughs> can just gonna, edit this out, right? <laughs> are you guys going to see any more show? Like, I, I'm going to go overseas. Are you guys going to Oh, really? Go oh, over? we can't go overseas. Yeah. I'm not allowed to leave the country. So. Yeah. Oh, he's no. wearing, yeah, he's wearing an ankle monitor <laughs> right now. Um, Unfortunately. No, I don't think you're going to go. Where are you going to mm-hmm. go? Copenhagen. Cope? Oh, that's, that's right. right. That'll be fun. For my birthday, so that'll be a fun one. Yeah, what yeah. is your birthday? Uh, September 28th. Oh, God. Yeah. What is your birthday? My birthday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, April 3rd. Wait, how, you guys don't know each other's birthdays? And why did you hesitate on it? You forgot I, it? I, was, <laughs> I, I always, always forget my birthday. Wait, What's seriously? Your, no. Okay. What's yours, Scott? Oh, July 2nd. Oh. Happy birthday! Hey! My okay. God. You know what? Scott actually told me yesterday. <laughs> and you forgot. And I totally forgot. Well, yesterday we were at the show and I was like, man, I can't wait to see what you have planned for midnight. <laughs> and then midnight came and went and I completely forgot. <laughs> Why didn't you? We walked back to I the forgot. hotel together. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I just remembered it right now. No. When she mentioned her birthday. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I don't care about my birthday. I wish you would have said something. Why? Or reminded me yet again last night. Why? I can't believe I what forgot. What would you have done? Tickled me? Probably. <laughs> Well, happy birthday, Giving me Scott. spankings? This is a big deal. Wait, is uh, this like not a bit? It's truly your birthday Yeah, today? yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, happy birthday. Thank you so much. That's it's not great. A, not a big deal, but I'll be spending it with my lovely wife tonight. Yes. Uh, and uh, that's all that really matters A little to romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and here with my best friends this morning. A little bromance yeah. and then a little romance when yeah, you get home. Yeah, that's cute. Um, how long is the trip to Cope? <laughs> <laughs> Is this an episode of How Long Is the Trip to Cope? No. <laughs> I didn't think it was. I no, was just yeah, asking. You were just asking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to say it's um like six, seven hours. Seven maybe? hours. It's yeah. not as long as it is when you're flying from L.A. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. seems far, except for 
Hawaii. Speaking of volcanoes. Whoa. Uh, yeah. The big islands uh, over in the sea, which is what they call them, uh, experiencing some volcanic activity right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, remember Bill Nye when we uh, were at the White House? Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. you guys were at the White House? Yeah. Uh, we're big Trump guys, so we like go down there. <laughs> we say, what's hats. up? We wear your MAGA hats. <laughs> what if you found out right now, like we're like full Trump? Like we like you too and stuff, but we're like <laughs> but into we're, it. Well, that is one, one thing I wanted to say about the show last night. There was, are so many Trump heads. I was telling no, I was, last I was telling night Adam, at the show. Were you listening to the people behind us? Did you hear them? No, I mean, there's some people like... Trust me, there are some crafty white people out there who are like pro U two and also pro Trump. How do you know? Yeah, and why? And why? Why do you think that no one can hear you when you (laughs) cup your mouth like that? You're actually (laughs) we're there's a microphone right in front of you. Um, No, last night the the dudes behind us. There were two dudes uh, uh, sitting behind us, and they were – one guy seemed like he was really into the show yeah. and had read uh, the set lists and all that kind of stuff. And his friend just seemed like normal guy who, who – Oh, the one who said shut up and sing? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I didn't hear this guy. So the one guy the one so guy is like, <laughs> like, oh, my God, bro. Does he have to fucking talk every single song? Has he never heard of U2 yeah. or what a U2 this concert? This is what Bono does. Yeah. 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 And then and – then, uh, uh, and then the the weirdest part, I don't know if you heard this, is uh, during the song where they show the video of the school children going to school with uh, military helmets yeah, yeah, on yeah. to protect them. He just starts going, boo! What? See, that's... It's just There's like, so what many the gross fuck? people. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, that is being encouraged, yeah. and it's bubbling up everywhere, and people are fucking booing kids. People think it's cool to kids. boo. Jesus yeah. Christ. Or, I mean, it's more, I guess it's not booing kids as much as he's booing, like, a political statement. Boo. But it's also like they've been political since day one. But yeah. I think there are a lot of people who are like, they just want, like, the vertigo the and the yeah. elevation. It's like, that's fine. They're like, say catorce. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> it's like that's not... Not their legacies. I'm fucking not counting properly. Yeah, in Spanish. exactly. Yeah. Um, well, Phoebe, this is an incredible uh, achievement of you to be on our show uh, for the second time. <laughs> A lot of people don't get to do that. Congratulations. Thank you so much for asking me back. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming on the show and waking yeah. up early and I hope all I that. Was, I'm so sorry. I hope I was pleasant on the, or good. The or, best. Okay. Oh, my God. Like I, I mean, I'm going to wait for the uh, listeners to, to be the <laughs> to judge. <wait> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, any last words on you two? Uh, uh, you know, I mean, who knows if we'll – I mean, you're going to see him in Cope. But, yes. But, uh, I, kno- I might go to Dublin too. I really might push it. Oh, you got to see him in Dublin. I think I got it. But the thing is my publisher, because I have my book coming out like mm-hmm. literally 10 days after the concert. So I think they're a little nervous about oh, me. Oh, because they want you to do press and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I'm, you- I told them, I was like, guys, it's dumb. <laughs> Do a phoner from Dublin and see the fucking show. <laughs> no, I mean they all, because it's the tour closer, isn't it? The Dublin yes, show, so and, they, and it's go. always their hometown one, and it's, yeah. it's always huge. And so I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll yeah. be able to say for the rest of your life you saw you two in Dublin. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's like my dream. So what if you go to it and then cut to the New York Times bestseller list? <laughs> I'm last. <laughs> <laughs> I sold the least amount of books. <laughs> Guess I shouldn't go to Dublin. Um, yeah. Um, final thoughts. I um, 
What I like about this tour is I really feel like it's for the fans. Yeah. Whereas, like, I love Joshua Tree and I thought it was amazing, but I think it's very much, like, people who only listen to him on the radio and, like, and the the crowds were great, but I just think there was something about this tour that makes people like us really come out and really appreciate the new music, which is, I think, what they want. You know what I mean? I don't think they want to just live in, like, this is what we did 20 years ago. So yeah. it really... It's not like the Rolling Stones where... Yeah. I mean, I guess the last time I saw the Rolling Stones, they did play one, maybe two songs off the new record that they were yeah. touring with. But, you know, it's really just like, all right, here we go. Hit, 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 yeah. hit, yeah. hit, you know. And then yeah. some of the, like, they played All Because of You and Staring at the Sun, which yeah. are not hit songs at all yeah. and it, definitely for the fans. Yeah, and Acrobat. And it, yeah. just, it was great. Acrobat was awesome. It was so good. Acrobat yeah. they've yeah. never played until this tour, yeah. correct? Yeah. They didn't, they didn't, they've never played it on yeah. any tour. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um... So, uh, we're, I'm sorry, were you done with your final thought? or? Uh, yeah, it's just I like that this was like for the fans and it was for them to like just tell their story, which yeah. I think is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What stories do they still have to tell? We don't know. Maybe we'll find out in four years. Mm-hmm. Um, this may be our final episode uh, for a long time. We don't know. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. But I want to tell you that they still have uh, a story to tell us because next episode we are going to have our ex. Exclusive interview with Bonobos and Thedge, and then also, uh, as well as Adam Clay, 2000 Pounds, will be taking us on a backstage tour. That's wow. incredible, and showing us everything, but that's next week. Until then, from Andy Daly, Phoebe, Adam, myself, thanks for listening, and we certainly hope that you have found what you're looking for. Bye. Hey, Queeros, it's me, Cami Esposito, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Query. You can sit in on hour-long conversations between me, Cameron Esposito, and some of the brightest luminaries in the LGBTQ family. Query explores individual stories of identity, personality, and the shifting cultural matrix around gender, sexuality, and civil rights. Plus, it is fun. We have had some incredible guests. Uh, Emmy winner Lena Waithe? Yes, definitely. Congressman Mark Takano? You bet. L Word creator Eileen Shaken? Yes. President and CEO of Glad Sarah Kate Ellis? We definitely have. We've got celebs, people like Trixie Mattel, Evan Rachel Wood, Tegan and Sarah, the band, and the people separately on two different episodes. We also have activists and change makers in our community i think it's a -a one-of-a-kind show full of chats you have never heard before it's identity it's community it's query you can find query every monday on stitcher apple Podcasts, and spotify or wherever you get your podcasts